Hello. <laughs> Henry really likes I'm Your Man. Or else, yes, we're listening to George Michael. We are, because it and is Letter G Week here at ABC's and Pinot Gris. Locked and loaded for Letter G. So ready. Hell yes. Hello, Robin. Hello, Tara. How are you? <laughs> Good. I don't have anything about the wine ready, it's as per usual. It's a long weekend, so yes. that's nice. We actually were surprised because I forgot it was a long weekend. So yes, it was, four a nice, days it was a nice surprise when I totally forgot, so that's good. I like being able to sleep in for, th- so, I was going to say um, three months, but it was four like, <laughs> I wish it was three months, but it's three day, four days, I guess, it's, Yeah, it's for us because, you know. That's how it goes. That's how she rings. Um, so what's our wine this week, Robin? We have Grey Mug wine. Yes, uh, we do. I don't remember if we did this the last I time. I don't remember either. I don't remember anything that we do because anyway, we're it's always Monk. drinking wine. Uh, yeah, Grey Monk. Uh, ooh, what's happening what? here? Tell me. It's Grey Monk Pinot Gris. Yeah, it's a gr- it is a Pinot like Gris. Uh, it's very confusing. Oh, I see. Here we go. <laughs> I'm trying to find it on their website. How do I find it? Tell, me, tell, tell me how to work the internet. Tell me. No, fuck that. <laughs> We're not allowed to talk about Sean yet. No Shawnee yet. We still unless canceled. He, unless that romance, fomance breaks up in 2020. The the year, 2020 better be a better year for Sean Mendes. Just uh, saying. It doesn't really tell you a lot about this wine. About the Pinot Gris from Grey Monk that we're drinking. Um, it's a delicate bronze blush in the glass. A what now? A bronze a bronze brush? A bronze blush. That's ah, what I said. It. I thought I said a bronze. A bronze brush. A bronze blush is what I'm always trying to achieve on my face. That's <laughs> true. It has the aromas of fine herbs, citrus, and citrus peel. Oh. On the palate, the wine has a luscious texture with flavors of pear, apple, and white peach. Okay. The wine is well balanced with the residual sweetness. I I heard Brazilian. I don't know why. (laughs) It's not Brazilian. It's residual sweetness plumping up the fruit in the classic Grey Monk style. 90 points. I'm also plumping up for the the fall and winter. The winter months we're plumping up. (laughs) Uh, Do you taste any of those things? I feel like I taste the peaches. Millions of peaches. Peaches for me. (laughs) A 90 point wine. That's what it says. That Guess what, folks? You know what? That's shocking. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what, folks? We're gonna get a hundred point wine. We are. Check this. Check this jam out. It's not. It's it's gonna be a pricey one. Uh, we are visiting our wonderful friend Kimberly. Yes, hello, Kimberly. At Man. Everything Wine the other day, and she was letting us know about the hot releases for the holiday yes, season. She was very informative. And uh, there's a wine coming in. I cannot pronounce the name of it. I want to call it Sassafras, but that's not Sassafras what it is Sassafras wine that was they served at George Clooney's <laughs> yes. wedding. And yes. Apparently, it's a fucking hot deal. It's a hot like, deal. Well, there's only 90 coming yeah. into that wine shop. So, so put our, we are on, put that, on list. that list. We are on the list, guys. So we will tell you all about and it. 100 point wine like that. 100 points. That's fucking crazy balls. It better be... It, it better, better, it better, it better, it, it better it change better, my it life. It better come with George Clooney. <laughs> it better, it better be, because it is I also. Don't, I don't want it to. Expensive. Well, but he comes with um, uh, Cindy Crawford's husband, who comes with Harry Styles. You're so, right. Tar- that is, uh, that was like a six degrees of some Kevin saying, Bacon. Robin, I'm You're just right. saying. <laughs> and then they can bring some Casamigos tequila if they want to, and because totally. it's good, it is oh, good, yeah, tequila. No, it's good tequila. We have that at the uh, yeah friend of the friend of the of the podcast Sunset Marquee Hotel. Yeah, I'm definitely not. <laughs> ma- I'm like tequila is awful usually, yes, right? But if it's but smooth, the Casamigos is actually quite good. Yes, because we've had like some smooth. You can smooth sip it if you want to. Uh, mar- I say margaritas. No, not <laughs> no, you were drinking just pure tequila. Yeah, you were not in, doing in Cabo San Lucas, and we know what a good Cabo one is like. Cabo San Lucas. 
Oh yeah, right. I forgot. We had at the jewelry store that one was time. Was it good? That killed or was, us? Were they? Yes, it was too good. A, remember? A spell on us. Yes, it put, <laughs> we definitely were in a voodoo spell after that, but it was so smooth. <laughs> that shit went down. Yeah, I know. And then I so and easy. then I fell out of the store. And then Robin broke everything. So. <laughs> I anyway, didn't break everything. I broke my you knee open. You broke your open. knee open. This is what I mean. She <laughs> broke her teeth at different times. We'll different. get back to that. So many times. Oh, God. I oh, should, Cabo. I shouldn't be allowed to go on vacation. Is really what... No, it's only Cabo where you ruin yourself all the it's time. It's only in Mexico. I'm you only okay. get sick everywhere else. You yeah. ruin yourself in Mexico. <laughs> broken and broken in Mexico, but that actually makes yeah. sense, though. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, so is everyone else, right? Hard times. So, hey, we once had a steak dinner in Cabo, and I cannot <laughs> tell you... Where? <laughs> How? Oh my God! Yes. Who? Remember? Yeah. No. Yes. But, but no. Delicious, I remember getting there. I cannot. I cannot tell you. Where is it? Ha- I, don't I don't know. know. It could maybe no it idea. didn't exist. I, maybe it was in our. <laughs> Did we go? Minds. I don't know. I no fucking clue. It's omnipresent. Apparently, <laughs> it was delicious. So I don't <laughs> it was, know. But I couldn't tell you anything Could about not it. Fucking tell I remember you. having it, and that's about and it. And it's guaranteed not there anymore. So <laughs> I can. I would have no maybe idea. Maybe someone's house. I don't even know. No idea. I feel like it looked like it was in like a place where you'd ride a bull like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Robin? <laughs> I don't know. Steak I know dinner. the guy at the hotel sent us he there. You will know. Eric will know. Yeah. <laughs> but I do not know. <laughs> anyway, that was hilarious. Wild. <laughs> <laughs> I do not have any after the fact checking, Robin. What? Yeah. Oh my First God. time. First time ever. So accurate. If okay. I missed anything, somebody tell me, but I feel like I did not Joe, tell get us. anything. So... Wow, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Do I have to do? Got to do a fill right here right now, or no? I have <laughs> lots of. Uh, I actually All have right. a lot of stuff to talk about for the pop culture. Cool. Tell me about everything that's been going um, on in the past week, Robin. But I just can't believe that we're so accurate. So accurate. <laughs> it's hard to believe. Um, pop culture for the week of G. Mm-hmm. Um, men all over continue to be gross for the letter G. Oh, great! So that's nice. Great. We'll start with Ti. The rapper. T.I. All right. The rapper. <laughs> T.I. was giving TMI mm. when he uh, was doing, I want to say he was on a podcast. It wasn't ours. Um, telling people that he takes his daughter to the doctor every year, to the gynecologist, what? to make sure that her hymen is not broken. No, get out of here. So that she hasn't <laughs> had sex yet. And I was oh like, my God. first of all, there's so many things wrong with this. <laughs> Number one, Jesus. that's not how that works. No. Come like, on, man. That literally isn't how science. She could be riding a bike and break Any, her hymen. Literally anything. Like, literally like that's anything. not how. She could do the split somewhere. Fucking anything can happen. Vaginas work. <laughs> and also, what? what? She's Mostly 18, what? by what? the way. Get yep. the fuck out of here. Just so you know. Oh my god. So I was like, hey, Ti, fuck off. Mm-hmm. And that's too much. No thanks. Oh wait, Robin, I did have one <laughs> thing that we forgot oh. about from last week. Mm. Um, on the songs that need to get the fuck out of here. Yes. The title of our previous oh, we, podcast. Oh, we forgot about one, right? We forgot about Red Red Wine by yes, UB40. Did. There was another one that I forgot about. It had about. to go. Anyways, that was the one thing I remembered. <laughs> go. Next thing. Yeah. But come on. No, like, that's fucked up. Like, you're disgusting. This whole episode is going to be about gross dudes. It's basically what Yeah, well, that's why I was so, like, this is... Except for our main our main man that we're going to talk about later. Yeah, no, but... Oh, we said George Michael. Except for him. He's not gross. Oh, yeah. he did some gross stuff. You know what? <laughs> Never mind. It's gross dudes. Letter G. <laughs> But no. that's like, oh, people also like, that's like... No, it's fucked. Child abuse, sort it's of? Fucked. Don't do She's this? not a child anymore. Yeah. It's fucked. Your dad shouldn't go to the gynecologist no. with you, God ladies. Damn it. Jesus. So, but in Men That Are Good yeah. news, Keanu Reeves. Uh, the internet was exploding because he fi- he has an age-appropriate girlfriend. And also, but they've been together for a long time. 
Uh, yeah, a couple of years. Yeah. But she just like came out of the woodwork or whatever. Yes. But everybody was like so fucking shocked that, oh my she's God, like, she's only 46. I know. Can't she's, believe it. She's this guy's age. Um, <laughs> I could be dating Ken already. I didn't want to be mean, but I was like, she looks like she's 76. She Mayhaps. Like she's, yes, she looks like she's uh, a little older. I thought older. it was Helen Mirren. And See, I, I also was like, like, good for you, Helen Mirren. Totally. I, like, <laughs> I hope Helen Mirren's dating Canary. Yeah. So fuck? like everybody, but like the, fa- the fact that it's, it's so sad that everybody's like, oh my God, a man dating so someone sad. his own age. And even it's not even his own age, still nine years younger but or whatever. Still, but No, but like, you know, it's still. It's shocking yeah, it's, in Hollywood for like a person to be because dating. Like, because like you say, she looked like she was 76 a little bit in that I photo. I definitely so. Because I sent it to Jen, and she's like, who is this witch? And I was like, <laughs> who is this I witch? Did. I was like, no. And I was like, this woman is Tara's age? I don't think so, yeah. mofo. I don't look like that, P.S. No. <laughs> and it's definitely some of the angles are hitting her wrong, and it's not good. For sure. But well, it's, I mean, she's keeping her hair real gray. with the gray. Yeah. So, so I mean, she doesn't listen, want to dye her hair. Whatever, get, I get that girl. But... Hey, Keanu Reeves loves her just as she is. That's leave it I know. alone. That's what, ma- that's what matters. I was just internet. Leave her alone. No, the internet is happy. Oh, they're about fine about it. Okay, all right, all right. That finally, a man in Hollywood is dating a woman that is age appropriate. Right. That's everybody's like it's because they're usually twenty or whatever. Yeah. And, you God. Know. Thank could, you, Keanu Reeves. I, I feel like Keanu Reeves is for ne- still being the only a, good would man. Never put up with a twenty-year-old. <laughs> man, this. Mm. Um, Whitney Houston's best friend. Mm. If you if you've seen the, the uh, documentary, there, the documentary, yeah. um, they talk about her friend a lot. Her friend, I'm saying in quotation yeah. marks, because her best friend Robin has a memoir out now where she revealed that they were together, well, we, lesbian we lovers. Didn't we all know that? Well, I saw the documentary. Yes, so told well, me that's like, Yes, but uh, nobody believed it, obviously. Yeah. And they definitely painted her out to be like this evil. You know, like horrible. Yeah. Per- like, which a hanger she on her. Was not ha- a hanger on her. Yes. Is what they. She's the Gale. To yeah. Whitney um, so yeah, yeah, she's like they did admit that they were in a relationship together, um, and Whitney said they had to end it when she got famous because people wouldn't yeah, understand it. But she kept her around. Yeah, as her, be- like, as her bestie. It's sad. It's so sad. Like so sad. But you know, because they were obviously in love. Like I said, Robin, I, I was like, I knew where they de- they were together when I watched the documentary. Yes. I have fucking eyeballs. But you know so. that. It's like this in I know. entertainment where you need to hide the things I, for whatever As we've been telling you all these years about all you. these years, like this podcast has been going on for years about Harry and Louis. It's, it's not, this everybody. is not an uncommon thing no, in Hollywood. it's very common. But it is, this is very sad though, because if you do watch the documentary, she was clearly, like, oh, they loved each other. Like yes. it was very clear and yes. it's sad that they make you do this stuff in Hollywood to be I fucking know. famous. It's too bad. And then she ended up Bobby Brown and now she's dead. And now she's so, fucking dead. You know? I feel like this Robin chick wouldn't have got her hooked on drugs. Probably not. So no, no, no. Remember, I wasn't Bobby. Remember, I know it was your family. We can't blame Bobby. Just that he did not help. The I feel yeah. He wasn't helping. It no. wasn't Bobby. And yeah. I'm gonna blame Bobby for the whole thing because it wasn't. But he didn't help. But he did not 100%. help. One hundred percent. The Gossip Girl reboot is yes. still on the oh in God, the works. Kristen Bell is gonna be the fucking voice Fantastic. of Gossip Girl again. That's great. So they news. all need to come back. They obviously, need, like, they have to. what's the point? Otherwise, Even if it's just like one episode. Yeah. They have y'all, to. y'all can't just. Uh, yeah, you can't just duck and hide like this. You're not doing anything, guys. You're not doing anything. Yes. Um. Again, in men are gross news. Mm-hmm. Richard Gere. Oh God, what's he doing now? Who uh, is he doing now? Richard Gere has a wife. I did not know about this. They're expecting their second child. And let me remind you that Richard Gere is seventy and she is thirty-six. Oh. So I guess. That math. Yikes. You want to do that? Yikes. Well, I mean, he did not conceive that child. He put it into a... It can't be, right? He put it into a like, turkey baster and shot it up in her, right? child? What the Honestly. F- you are a 70-year-old man. You're not even going to live to be what when that kid graduates. I What's know the point? She wants it or whatever, I guess. Yeah, I know. 
It's I weird. just don't even understand. I don't understand old men and having babies. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> yeah, just fucking stop it. Please. Let's get a fucking dog. They're yeah. Do, take, do enough to take care another, of them. Another man shouldn't, shouldn't be doing do things. things. News yep. is uh, Kylie Jenner and Drake are apparently dating. <sighs> and that's my and no thank you news because yeah, no Drake, thank you. haven't you done enough, man? Seriously, and she loves having fucking kids. So yeah, like you already have one that you don't. Guess want. what? You're gonna <laughs> have another one that you don't want. Like, so get it together, man. And also, everybody's like, isn't he friends with Travis Scott? Like, is he though? Well, I don't know what goes and on also, in the hip hop world of things on, with and, relationships. What happens in entertainment? Who knows? <laughs> Who even fucking knows? But come on, Drizzy. I guess because they all live in Calabasas, maybe. And it's easy. I don't he's know. got this huge fucking mansion in Toronto that he's always updating. Well, and he also lives in Calabasas. Sure, so whatever. I don't know, but it's stupid. It's so stupid. I feel like it's stupid. Um, in smart people news, Emma yep. Watson is single. Yeah. She's been single for a while. She did this whole article. But I didn't like this title that she is giving. Oh, yeah. Herself. She calls it uh, self partnered. Yeah. I was like, come on, man. It's, That's just like, you yeah. got that from Goop. Straight from Oh, fucking definitely. Goop. It's stupid. But like, <laughs> come and join the Golden Girls house. Girl. No, I'm fucking, yeah. I'm fucking down with you her don't have situation. To be alone. I just didn't know. I just didn't need her to give it a title. No. I didn't I, you need. didn't need to have a title. No. You, like, you just feel like I'm single. Just be like, I'm single. Exclamation point. I'm happy being single. Period. Yeah, you can you can join our house. You Jesus didn't need to Christ. give it a title. Gwyneth Paltrow didn't need to give you a title to talk no, about. We didn't we didn't need a conscious uncoupling either. So <laughs> you could have um, just been like we broke up and we still got along. Exactly. That's it. Um, apparently there was uh, they did a Little Mermaid live mm-hmm. episode, not sure. episode, but like a thing. You know, they have to do like they did rant live and stuff like that. They sure. usually do it on I'm going to say ABC is the network, whatever doing, channel or Fox, it is that's trying and everything. Yep. Um, I definitely would have tuned in if I had known it was happening I only caught like one part of it where John Stamos is playing the chef and I was like that's mean and not not accurate no because if you've seen the movie you've seen the chef right (laughs) how the fuck is it John Stamos Uh, John Stamos is hot so yeah and also Shaggy was playing the crap Shaggy like (laughs) Sebastian Shaggy like Shaggy wasn't like like it wasn't me it wasn't me Shaggy Shaggy like that yeah Oh, that's weird. Apparently, it was wild. That's and the guy that played Prince Eric, uh, everybody was losing their shit over because they're like, the kid from uh, The Good Wife got hot. And yes, he oh, did. Wow. Yes, he did. It's like when Neville Longbottom <laughs> got hot like that. Yeah. I was like, oh, God, it is the kid from The Fucking Good Wife. Oh, no. I haven't I, seen that, so I don't know what it looks oh, like. Oh, well. <laughs> you, you, I'll go look it up. Trust me. You'd be like, what? <laughs> I'll look it up after, after this episode. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't need to know about that for sure. How um, old is it? I want to say he's like 24 now. Okay. So, you know, our age. How fucking long has a good wife been off TV? A long time, really? I think. Huh. Well, he was a teenager on it. Uh-huh. Oh, I, thought I'm not like a, I thought he was like a child. No, he was a child, but he's still a teenager. So, you know, that. In yep. One Direction is yep. Harry Styles dropped his album name. It's called Fine. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say dropped his pants for some reason. No, I don't know. God, I don't please, know why. Please don't ever let please that happen. Please don't do that. Um, <laughs> his album's called Fine Line. Because mm-hmm, um, it's a fine line between heterosexuality and homosexuality. <laughs> I said, a fine, it's a fine line on my patients. Indeed. <laughs> um, it's coming out December 13th. Which it, is, is it? Is it coming out? <laughs> which is also Taylor Swift's birthday. And everybody yeah, thinks that, that that's yes. a combination. We're really hoping Okay, for listen. This I was like, come Taylor. on, y'all. Don't be like this. But then I was like, maybe like, be like this. On, because be like I was like, I want that. Let their letter be on one of those songs. <laughs> let her be on one of those <laughs> I songs. Fe- I want a feature. We want it. I don't feel like she wants this album for her birthday. I don't, I don't think, think she that's does. what she wants for no. her 30th birthday. Do you think she's going to talk about it for like the next seven years yeah. on the next album? <laughs> it's going to be. Right? 
the next time that I dropped his album on my birthday. Yeah, it's gonna be the next ten albums of Taylor Swift. It's gonna be about this. He's the London boy. Is what I'm gonna say. Well. He is, because if you listen to the first couple of lyrics of the song, she saw his dimples and the curls where the fuck it was. And I was like, oh, Crikey. for cry- Crikey. Crikey. All right. Crikey. Um, Liam was nude again. Ugh, I know. Robin and, showed me. Uh, She's like, if I have to see this, you have to see this. And I'm like, come on. <laughs> I feel so like I have mean. to unfollow him because I don't want to see Liam nude anymore. No, I don't I want don't any more naked Liam. This is too much for uh, this Henry's girl. Face is yes, same. Henry's face is telling me. He's like, oh. We'll post a picture of Henry's face on the Instagram so you can see. What Liam he, naked? <laughs> I was like, I don't it want this. Like I don't want to see any of them naked. No, I don't. None of them. You're, not even Zane. You're, you're my children, and I don't want to see you. They're all so tiny, is what it is. <laughs> they're tiny. Is that they're, they're, they grew up ch- in my eyeballs. Not ch- I don't want it. Uh, fucking Luke grew up, and it's fine that's in my not, eyeballs. No, that's not the same thing. It's <laughs> not the same. Yeah, no, I don't want to see any of them naked. They're all fucking minuscule in, yeah. in stature. <laughs> so Niall Horan drove all the people wild for at the EMA Awards that we just watched because mm. people are definitely losing their shit online. They're like, now so hot. I was like, oh God. Is, is it hot it, or is it, it Irish? Is it Irish? I don't this know. is what I. This is what is I want. So hot? No. It's not. It's that it's. I feel like it trips you because it's Irish. This is what I. Yeah. I, this maybe is what the Irish you, do. Maybe when your beer goggles are on after a fucking million yeah. Guinnesses, it might get hotter. Yeah. But, definitely, uh, and it's telling you a bunch of shit that you. He's always talking fucking right? shit, for sure. Like, it's definitely yeah. hotter when you're talking to it and it's lying to you a well, lot. Well, you just want it to be that 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 accent in your it's ears. It's the accent, it and it's lying at the same it time. It's telling you a bunch of bullshit. Listen, yeah, we've, met, we've, met some, listen whatever. we've met some unattractive dudes with accents that yeah, somehow they seem They'll tell hotter. you stuff. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, it's crazy <laughs> stuff. Uh, he did kill his live lounge, though. Yes, he, he killed the Post Malone circles. It was very so good. good. I them. still hate his new song. It's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> so, so mean, but she it's loves It's bad, that. Robin. I know. It's very bad. I, I will appreciate it when I'm drinking. Sure, it's fine when you're drinking. Everything's great when you're drinking. It when you're at that level, I'm like, I'm on first glass, and I'm like, it's still not good. <laughs> so, it's not like good like George Michael's no, ass in this not video? Good like George Michael's ass in the Faith video, for sure. Um, so confusing. Louis was doing a bunch of interviews and gushed over Harry's new song, as per. Well, <laughs> it is his husband, so I guess he should be. Nobody prompted gushing. this. He was just, what a great song. Wow. What Good amazing. Lord. Very interesting. Lewis. Is it interesting? <laughs> I know, Henry. <laughs> uh, Robert Pattinson news. Yes, tell me. Well, Colin Farrell is playing the penguin. Is he for sure? Or is it yes, just. It is for, it sure. for sure. In the new movie. Batman, and we're like, we like this. Oh, I like that a lot. All of this in my what, eyeballs. What was hilarious, though, is that on the radio, they were like, <laughs> well, you know, doesn't that seem weird? Because, you know, Colin Farrell, he was like so hot and so ripped back then. I'm like, <laughs> was he ripped? Or, or is it Irish? Or is it Irish and like, I don't know, covering up things. All, it was just wearing a bunch of jingle jangles on its body, like tons of necklaces and bracelets. Yeah, it's not ripped. Like, it gives the illusion that he's got <laughs> I guess. abs. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, there is no Irish, per- Irish person in the universe that is ripped, <laughs> aside from Conor, Conor McGregor. McGregor. And he's kind of a dick, so we don't want to you know, promote yeah, him or Yeah, like, anything, this is not a real thing. Jesus. We're like, no, <laughs> man. Nah. Nah, bruh. But uh, we like that, and it's going to be hot when it happens. Fuck yeah. Love me some Colin Farrell. This goes way back. I'm sorry, I this got into the uh, Robert Pattinson section too soon because I wanted to tell you guys about the. Um, <laughs> there's the Mona Lisa turmoil. No, why? Like the Mona Lisa painting. Why? Apparently, the Mona, the Mona Lisa Tara. Yeah. She's over. What do you mean? <laughs> 
<laughs> so somebody on the New York Times wrote an article about how it's time to take the Mona Lisa down. <laughs> Come <Yeah>. on. <laughs> Apparently, Leonardo's painting is a security hazard, an educational obstacle, and not even a satisfying bucket list item. It's time the Louvre moved it out. Louvre I mean, moved it out of the way. So somebody retweeted it and said, "The Mona Lisa no longer slaps is the funniest <laughs> thing I read all day." <laughs> <laughs> and then some other she's person, canceled. That's what everybody on the internet is like. So the Mona Lisa is canceled. Like I don't really <laughs> understand. And then someone else wrote an article because of this, saying the Mona Lisa should just get bangs. <laughs> <laughs> She's got that fucking farmer hair, for sure. Um, and did a whole... Hold on. They photoshopped it. <laughs> a bang fo- Oh, my God. No, so, like, literally turmoil about... But this article um, is so ridiculous. It, and like really ridiculous. It's, like, you know, one of the most <laughs> famous pieces of artwork like, in the world. Um, I, will tell, I will say this. It's very small. Yes. I was shocked at how small it was. It was what it was. We Definitely. Went to the Louvre, which we will never fucking do again. No. Because, my God. But there was, like, literally 200 people around this thing. And it's tiny. Tiny, yeah. tiny, tiny. It's way too many people. Yeah. I guess people, they're just saying, like, there's so many people. It's so many people. Visiting. It's so crazy. It's like, it was, like. It's not a hazard. How is it like a learning fucking obstacle? I, I don't, don't understand know. this at all. I didn't read, all. actually read the articles because it oh, seems okay. like it was stupid. Well, well, yeah, it sounds so, stupid. So, like, you're really that mad about a fucking painting? Well, like, have you got no other art news to write about? Why is there art news? <laughs> just let this painting fucking live its life, I'm, man. I'm just kidding. I don't care about <laughs> art news at all. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, no, I mean, like, why is this even news? It's not news. Let the Mona Lisa not, live her goddamn life. Let her live. Let her live. Try and steal it in the Da Vinci Code? I feel like, like people try and steal it all the fucking time. So yeah. that's do that again. That's why Maybe I'm some bulletproof glass or whatever. Maybe someone should try and steal it again. Like yeah. get this, get this gig going. Yeah, because y'all are being stupid. That's dumb. Anyway, what else you got? And our last bit of news is that Luke Hemmings is hot. Always, always so, so hot. Oh my god. What's, what's the countdown, Robin? What day are we on? Mm. Are we on ten? Yeah. Oh no, man. not ten. Are we nine? Niner? We're on niner. November 9th, yeah. November 9th, so. Oh, man. So we've got, <laughs> ooh, it's in the, it's in the 20s. We yeah, got it's 20, in the 20 days. Until 27 we, days. Until oh, we my goodness. see Luke in our eyeballs up close, and that'll so be nice. So close. Oh, so I'm so sad for him. <laughs> I, picked, I picked up my dress today, and ooh, it's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we should be allowed to do this, but it we goes should, well oh, we with. definitely should not. It goes well with our, uh, do you want to do the movie first? Oh, yes, I do, because I want to save our man for yeah, the end. Yeah, because goes appropriately with uh, the movie that we're going to talk about that you mean speaking like ter- of terrible men things speaking of men being disgusting and gross my lord so right. this week for the letter g <laughs> we decided to watch the movie great balls of fire yes we need to talk about how <laughs> first of all robin and i used to watch this when it came out in 1999 yeah robin was nine years old <laughs> i was definitely like 16 and we watched it too much we watched it a fuck of a I lot. I was thinking, like a lot. Why was my dad wrenching this movie for us all the time? No, I think mom bought it for me. Oh, like it was. Also, why? I love. We I, loved I, this movie. I think for me too. It was definitely about. Sorry, we're eating some uh, chips here. <laughs> it was definitely about the music as well. Oh. I, I was super into like fucking like the Stray Cats and like rockabilly type stuff and Jerry Lewis and whatever. And it was like, he had like a huge resurgence at the time. It came back on the radio, like Great Balls of Fire was on the radio again, like all this kind of stuff. So it was like amazing. Plus, Dennis Quaid was hot. 
Yes, but now looking back on it, no. I, well, it's so wrong because he was also like 34, double mm-hmm. like double on the plus my age at the time. But yeah. it, was, it was hot. It was playing 21. In the, so in the day? Yeah. No, no. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. It's a 6.2, which I feel like is too high. No, I thought that was pretty accurate because, listen, the movie is super inappropriate. inappropriate. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, a little disturbing... But the tunes are awesome, and they both did a great job, right? So it's not that I feel like it was terrible. It's just super uncomfortable is what it is, right? So, okay, so we have Dennis Quaid playing Jerry Lee Lewis, of course. Uh, Dennis Quaid, as I mentioned, was 34, and Jerry Lee Lewis was 21 at this time frame. Which I also felt like he seemed like he should have been older, but he was like 21. Oh, I know. Uh, Winona Ryder is uh, Myra Gale Brown, who was his... (laughs) Second, no, first cousin twice removed or some second cousin twice removed? I can't no, remember. first cousin. No, it wasn't first cousin. It was second cousin because the dad is his actual cousin. Yes, so she was the also, yeah, well, it doesn't matter. Anyway. They were still related. They're still related, but, you know, whatever. Um, I guess. I put John Doe in here because I think is he's funny. He always shows up in these 1980s movies, mm-hmm. whatever. He was played uh, Myra's dad, who was also in the band. Yeah. And then I also put in Alec Baldwin because he played Jimmy Swaggart. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. So Jimmy Swaggart in real life is Jerry Lewis. I said, I was like, basically, cousin. this is the life story of Jerry Lee Lewis and how he came to marry his cousin. Yeah. And, and, what, and so then make great music, rip. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not dead. But, I know. Uh, you know, here's the thing. Like, she even says it in the movie. You know, they may be mad at him, but they still can't be mad at the music because the music is I, great, right? Yes. Like, we talk about this all the time. Yeah, with artists uh, of course. Fucking yes. weird shit. But anyway, let's get into it. So <laughs> we open to Faraday, Louisiana, yes. 1944. Mm-hmm. A young Jerry Lee Lewis and a young Jimmy Swaggart are playing. Yep. And they're off to, not my words, check out the Chocolate Quarter. Yeah. Which is where um, the African American people yes. have their nightclub yep. and where they live and whatnot. Sure. Uh, so they went to go see and hear some they're Boise blues music. Is yeah, what they were they're doing. sneaking up to check it out. Um, and I said, um, as a child uh, cousin of his that he did not marry, said. It's the devil's music. It's the devil's music. When they stuck up to a blues club in Louisiana, and then I said, how the fuck did they get there, is my question. I feel like they did not live very far away. I know, but still, it seems crazy. And then the creepy, yeah, he gives to that to his cousin when they're talking about when the devil. When he said the yeah, devil. He's like, yeah. yeah. And that's all and you he was need. Like, and he was like, 11? And that's all, you need to, that's all you need to know about this movie. Yeah. The creepy. Yeah. There's a lot like, of creepy shit that goes on in this movie. Yeah. Uh, they were definitely dirty dancing in this club. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and say that they were the first to do it. Oh, of, of course. In the basement. So White people uh, stealing stuff. That's what this whole movie is based about. <laughs> Jerry is enthralled yeah. by this music, by the devil's music. Mm-hmm. And fast forward a few years, like 10 maybe, I said. He's supposed to be 21. Yep. yep. Uh, here comes Jerry Lee's uh, 13-year-old uh, second cousin, Myra. Wait, hold on. I wrote down. Dennis Quaid looks old as fuck in this movie. Well, he is 34 playing a 21-year-old. But I, I, mean, I said, this is 30 years ago, and his new girlfriend still was not born. Oh, why would you? So if you want to think about that for a minute. Because <laughs> she's like 26 or something like that, so she wasn't born. That's wonderful. Yay. <laughs> um, 
So Jerry Lee um, basically is going to go hang out or wants to hook up with his cousin, yeah. who is JW. Um, and this is where they meet. We meet uh, Myra. Yeah. Um, she's like, I've heard of you. You're the wild one. Yeah. And I was like, and I well. was like okay, so she's a second co- second cousin. I'm like, no. but it's still not great. No. But it's also the South, lol? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Lol? We'll get into that <laughs> in a little bit. Um, P.S. His nickname was the killer and yes. also the wild one. And I was so. like, he is wailing on those keys. I'll give him yeah. that. Um, <laughs> he likes to tell us that he's got a ferocious God-given talent. And they're going to show Sam Phillips how good he is. <laughs> he's very cocky. And apparently he uh, was very cocky. Yes. So this is like on point, apparently, for <laughs> Jerry Lee Lewis. I definitely wrote down like 13 exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation. I'm like, why in the goddamn world is what I wrote down? <laughs> Here's a, here's our first ew moment. Ew, not ooh, mm-hmm. like ew, ew moment of the movie. Yep. You look all woman to me, Myra. Uh, she's like, I'm only 13 or whatever. <laughs> and he's like, you all woman to me. I was like, nah, bro, <laughs> come on. Um, Fucking hell. Anyways, I was like, I believe he's supposed to be 21. I figured out later. He is yes, 21, he is yes. 21 at this point. <laughs> Um, I wanted it to make, make a little, better. I wanted to make a side note and say, first of all, the soundtrack on this album is fabulous because yes. it's fucking good. Uh, besides all his stuff, there's other good stuff in there too. Uh, Myra is definitely liking the looks of Jerry Lewis. So you can tell right away. Um, and can we also talk about how the mother was like, now Myra, Jerry Lee is a married man. She's 13, mom. Yeah. Why are you even worried about that at this point? I mean, I know you should have been, clearly. Yeah. But he's a married man. And then, like, so smiley about it? I'm like, "Mm -mm, yeah, mm -mm, mom, no. Um, Okay, so Sam Phillips finally hears the songs that Jerry recorded, and he's all, I can sign that, because, you know, it was all about Elvis at the time. I was like, don't get me wrong. I'm like, GLL has some great tunes. I'm like, but at what cost? Right? The devil, probably. He sold his soul for the devil. And uh, also, I was thinking, it doesn't seem like it's that hard to get on the radio. I mean, I feel like, I feel we, like we could have cut an album Honestly, and fucking put it on the radio. Like, couldn't anybody back then? I yeah. Like it just, it doesn't seem like it's that radio, hard. Didn't they? <laughs> um, okay, so next thing you know, he's on the radio. And by the way, uh, Myra's dad, Jerry's cousin, is also in the band. And... The girls are eating up this yeah. record, is what they are. Says. And I wrote down this as like, there is nothing hot about this man. He's like every annoying dude that we work with. Truly, but right? Like this like is the way that he was acting. I'm like, is this not every guy oh, at our yeah, fucking work? He's very fucking cocky. Exactly. I was like, it's like being at work 24 seven. No thanks. Yeah. He was in. Uh, Myra came home with some of her little girlfriends, and he yeah. was playing piano. Oh, piano. Yeah. Wow. And he was like all like flirting with them and doing all this stuff, and I was like, they're 13. I still wanted to be like, they're 13. Uh, they also said that they sold Elvis for $35,000, which record. is a hot deal and not a good deal. Why'd you guys well, do that? You know what, though? It was like almost $400,000 back then, which still isn't the best yeah, deal. Yeah, no. Like, but I guess that was a hot deal. Why would you let go of Elvis, man? Are you fucking crazy? But I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I did write down that they, you know, he was like playing the, the piano and like, Getting all wild, the cousins and yep. her cousin and her friends. And, and I'm like, like yep. I'm like creepy cousin Jerry, man. But I was also like, yep, Myra's in love. And he's like, don't be afraid, little girls. And I was like, yikes. Uh, oh, man. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Back at Sun Records, uh, the media obviously went well and they start to tour. <laughs> but first, we have Christmas at the Lee Lewis house with cousin Jimmy Swaggart being Alec Baldwin. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Baldwin was, he was a hottie back in the day, right? I was like, pretty like, sure definitely. Alec Baldwin in retrospect. Well, because now Alec Baldwin's a mess, so it's good. They're all a mess. Yep. Dennis Quaid's a mess, too. Now. I know. But 
They were both like they were hotties back in the day. I'm they were. That I for feel sure. like Alec Baldwin was definitely more than uh, uh, Dennis Quaid. Now looking the, back, you mean Alec Baldwin and Working Girl? I agree. Was <laughs> <laughs> like was he in Working Girl? Yes, he was. He was her uh, New Jersey boyfriend in the beginning. Oh wow. Yep. Oh, I don't want um, <laughs> also, okay, so where are we here? So then, okay, so yeah, they're, they're, they're Lee Lewis House, Alec Baldwin. Uh, Jerry goes back to where it all started, um, the nightclub where he saw the uh, chocolate quarter, I guess yes. you would say. And this is where he steals their music. A whole lot of shaking going Cause on. Because I, I definitely wrote down, I'm like, well, here we are with the first problematic thing, is stealing music from African-American people, well, which they, is what... Everyone complains about nowadays is how Elvis yeah. got popular, how all yeah. these people got they popular all did because it. they all ripped off African American songs people. that were already like I guess they were popular in yes. the urban community, and then of course white people made them famous. White people make them famous, and they give them no credit. Is yeah, what the issue which is, is right? shitty. Yeah, um, uh, I definitely wrote down uh, this is not the greatest movie upon rewatch because of Repe. That's what I felt like. I wrote it down. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely tricky. It's tricky. So Jerry Lee's inspired because he's like, what a great song. I'm going to take this back and re-record it. He did. And uh, he does. Now, um, he does, well, he wants to record it. Sam Phillips is kind of against it. Because he says, I wrote this down, a whole lot of shaking is what humping's all about. Yeah, all about the humping. <laughs> so um, I enjoy that before he went there to the studio, There was also though, an end bomb too, dropped during oh, the scene. Oh, big time end bomb. Oh, I didn't even hear it. I was like, woo. It's probably because I was taking notes. Because they said it's end music. And I was like, uh, no, no. Don't do that. Um, I definitely wrote before they reco- were going to record is that he was practicing in the mirror with his like head shakes and stuff. And I was like, totally. And then he was like, the 13-year-old girls come in and the flirting happens again. So I was like, oh no. <laughs> um, okay, so they're playing at a place called the Rebel Room. Yep. Which is basically Roadhouse before Dalton got there. Like it was basically. I was thinking when I was watching, I was like, is this not Roadhouse? <laughs> it's basically Roadhouse. Um, they're play- and so they're playing their, you know, country-ish. And nobody's like, like, like this music sucks. like, this is fucking bullshit. And everyone's throwing like beer bottles and fighting yeah, so and like, like doing all the like shit. Let's light it up. And then I guess one of the record exec guys comes through to come and watch the show. And uh, while that guy, this just is so go- you know, is Sandy Ryerson yeah, from Glee. I, I, fucking, <laughs> I fucking know. I saw that. Uh, he was an Acafellas. So mm-hmm. um, anyways, they needed to settle the crowd down. So they thought, well, we've got to get a dancing song in here. So he decided, even though it gets Sam Phillips' wishes, he's going to play a whole lot of whole shaking lot of going shaking. on. Uh, and they're like, we can't play that music, get black music in here, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, just watch. And then... Needless, yeah. needless to say, it gets everybody fucking up and dancing. Yes. And there's like this one hussy that's in the corner. There's a girl. <laughs> she's smoking and losing her shit. I was like, this girl yeah. is me. She was wearing this a is, fringe blouse. Yeah. I was like, this is Robin. Yeah, this because is, she's I was got definitely thinking pants. Robin. Don't think that I wasn't thinking this is Robin when I was watching <laughs> the show. Because I was. Um, dancing and losing their shit. Yeah. Dancing and losing shit. People want to hump to it. Um, the crowd gets super saucy and yeah. like a fringe girl also gets it's like real there's dancing. a lot of boob touching in this movie so much boob touching boob touching specifically was that like the ooh ooh <laughs> thing it was so like, weird I was like why you couldn't do anything else you could boob touch that was it yeah um, so yes yeah, like, like I said luckily one of the studio guys was there and next thing yeah, you know they're, they're like, convinced that yeah, we're going to record, record this it. fucking song because uh, people want to with this people want to like, hump to it my other problem is the Elvis propaganda in this film I was like you know what Elvis is fine 
Well, Elvis did some fucking weird shit too. If no, we no, get no. I mean, like how he was like, "I'm gonna be better than Elvis," and oh, Elvis yeah, is all worried. I'm I like, know. "Elvis like, was fine. Elvis is the king." I know he wasn't fine. And See, like, I mean, like at, fine with music. I mean, okay, but at the time too, like this is pre-Germany Elvis, right? So he yeah. did go away for a little while. I know, so but they were I, trying like, to like do all the stuff, but make it seem like Elvis wasn't popular. Yeah, like it, he's fine. They were they were definitely at a time frame when they thought that Jerry Lee was gonna take over for the Elvis is king. Blah blah blah. It did not it did not work out. Um, he avoided the army then. I don't know. I was wondering that, too. I'm not sure. Maybe he was too old. I don't know. <laughs> it couldn't have been, though. No, he couldn't have been. He was 21, so yeah, I don't, I I don't know. I didn't. I was trying to look it up, but I couldn't find anything on it. No. Um, okay, so they recorded the album. Some of the... Uh, I was going to say the websites. It's not, because there were no <laughs> websites back then. But the radio stations were trying to ban the song, in the South especially, because they knew it was a humping song. Yep. And they are very, um, I guess, uh, frigid. In the south, I'm I, go ahead and say. But my thing is, so you guys don't want to hear about humping, but you guys are marrying your cousins. But you're marrying like what nine-year-old people. That's fine. <laughs> nine-year-old um, people and your cousins. Yeah. Uh, so they go up to New York, and of course the things get wild. Yeah, things get wild up there because you know people of New York are a lot more easygoing. I'm yeah, say. And, and they he lights his it. piano on fire during this. Oh, uh, not yet. This oh, is the I Steve Allen show. York. Yeah, Steve Allen TV show. Oh, right. Um, this was his first TV appearance, and now the song like fucking catapults, and it goes to like number one, and all the shit. Uh, back in Memphis, girls are now at the airport to greet Jerry Lee, and Myra gives him two kisses, one on the cheek and one on the lips. And I was like, Myra, fuck. So they sign Jerry Lee. Yep. And like give him a, a huge advance, like give them the money, and the cousins, his cousin's like 50-50, right? So yep. they yep. split it 50-50. Because his and cousin was going to quit, and Jerry Lee's like, no, don't quit. We're going to do this, blah, blah, blah. He's like, 50 50- Stupid thing keeps cutting us our off. Our podcast doesn't want us to be a podcast. Apparently, it keeps <laughs> cutting us off. Apparently, halfway. our podcast does not well, want not, us not to talk halfway. about the <laughs> fire. That's for yeah, fucking sure. It's like, you guys are not allowed to talk about this fucking weird ass movie anymore. <laughs> and that's okay. fair. Well, we left off at the fact that um, they were going to split the money 50 50. Yes. And then I think that was when they got back from being in New York. And they were like, really, like, woo, they're finally going to have some money. Okay, so... Sorry, this is not our fault. Basically, it's what you need to know about Great Balls of Fire is that yeah, it's, fucking, it's fucking creepy. We're going to wrap it up. Uh, like, well, no, I want to... I wanna, there's a couple... T- there's a couple of highlights, to, but we're going to gonna, talk we're gonna wrap it up because we talked about this for so long and then our stupid... Uh, Something crash, crashed, crashed out, and like, burned. Fuck. It crashed and burned like Jerry Lee Lewis's <laughs> career after, after he married he his fucking married cousin. His cousin. So the gist of it is, okay, he... Um, married Myra. Yes. She was 13. Yes. She was very <laughs> shocked about it. <laughs> he bought her a house that was pink with a blue door. Just like, like the she one wanted. That she described in her fucking weird date with him down over on the Memphis uh, yes. or the Mississippi uh, Definitely um, when he was fighting with her father, who was his bandmate, when they got married. After they got married, he, he said, she's my little girl now. Gross. And that's gross. Um... I believe that we wanted to talk about the oh shit moment that I still think is yeah. pretty good. I don't Robin like it. thinks it's fucking creepy, but when we were young, <laughs> we would watch this movie a lot, as we said. And there he's playing at a local carnival, and this is when he plays Great Balls of Fire for the first time. Yeah. And he's and giving her the he's like, giving her the come fuck me little eyes. And, and she's 13. She's, she's just like, and I don't in, like it. In awe of yeah. him. But he definitely mouths to her, I love, I you. love yes. you, while he's playing. And I'm like, still hot. No. Robin's and like, And I was like, gross. this is barfing. I still like it, because I think that it's <laughs> hot. I definitely don't like it. 
Uh, um, I've seen Dennis Quaid in real life. So. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he's with a traveling music show with Chuck Berry, and this is where he plays Great Balls of Fire, and he lights the fire, the piano on, on fire. fire. Yes. It's pretty fucking awesome, I have to it say. Is good. Like, it's yes. pretty great. Um, and he tells Chuck Berry to follow that killer because <laughs> Chuck Berry is being a bitch, and he wanted to go on last because he's the big name. Uh, even though Jerry Lee had the number one song at the time. Uh, this is where we get the bedroom scene because a mm-hmm. bunch of girls are like waiting for them outside. Yeah. There's a girl that like jumps in their limo or whatever. And then he, of course, bangs her. And then as she's leaving, she cuts a piece of his hair. And he's freaking out. She leaves the room. <laughs> and then he's talking to JW, which is his cousin, which is Myra's oh, this dad. this is before they get married. Yes. This is before they get married. And then um, he's, and there's another like, I think a guitar player or something in the band that's complaining about women and all these things. And he says to JW, again, Myra's dad, uh, you need to get them while they're young. Take them right from their mama. And I'm like, oh, oh dear. Oh, no. Yeah, Um, you don't need to do that at all. He then later gets on the phone with Myra at about 3 in the morning. Yeah. And he's like, who are you dreaming about? Are you thinking about Jerry Lee? And all this kind of fucking bullshit. And then she's like, quit teasing. You're going to give me the sillies. And I was like, lol. OG hashtag hiddles diddles is yeah, what this is. Linear. She's diddling herself while they're talking on the fucking phone. Yes. <laughs> the o- original lady that 13. went to go see Tom Hiddleston. That's right. It might actually, at the theater. It could have been, hey, been Myra today. She's I only like 73. They never said who it was. <laughs> I did not say who it was. Um, we now get uh, the excellent song of High School Confidential. He's picking Myra up at school, which, which is, is natural. So crazy. Sure. Um, <laughs> this is when he takes her over the, the state Mississippi line to state Mississippi. line to get married. That's right. Because apparently you can get married whenever the fuck you want in Mississippi. Yep. Um, you are two years time, old and you was, can get married. I don't, it time, doesn't matter. It was a healthy 12 <laughs> is when you can get married. Uh, Robin looked it up, and yeah, apparently it's, it's still now. only 15, 15 so it's so still too young, but that's fine. If y'all are into that, um, do that, I guess. Yeah, he again takes her across the line, across the line and he says... Do you guys have Red Lobster there? Can you like go for a nice meal after I mean, to be, Red Lobster? I don't know. I love that. Does that make, I, I make love, it better? I, love I don't that. know. I love that as a wedding gift. I don't want anyone to get married um, at any so age. He tells her he loves her, and she's like, Jerry, I'm only 13 <laughs> years old. And he's like, okay, my fucking sister got married at 12 or whatever, man. This is not this is not making me feel better is what yeah, I feel like. I don't want anyone to get married. Um, she's scared <laughs> and they still get hitched. And the whole wedding scene is fucking amazing because she looks like her face is perfect yeah, in the whole thing. Dying. They're both like so scared and so, and so stupid and amazing. Uh, they haven't told her parents. Yeah. Uh, the parents are suspicious of what's up because they're making out in the hallway. There's a lot of noise going on. They still have a banged PS. Yeah. Um, and then they find Rice and the marriage certificate, and JW, uh, who's Myra's dad, is going to go kill him. Yes. So off he goes as, to Sun. As he should. As he go, off he goes to Sun Records uh, to go and kill him. But of course, Sam Phillips talks him down because he's like, Do you want the money or do you do want you him not to be married to your daughter? So he takes the money. Yeah. They then go into the wonderful song Breathless, which yep. I said is a great song, but I can't like it anymore <laughs> because he's with his 13-year-old cousin. I mean, it's still a good song. Uh, <laughs> anyways, people are still loving Jerry Lee at this point because people... And there's, like, all these scenes about him, like, he's driving through the city and, like, everybody his loves him. Car, everybody so loves great. him. They're dancing. Then meanwhile, good. Myra's, like, at the old shoppie at Ikea yep, for the old days, spending his money. money. And she's, like, <laughs> he comes home and she doesn't know... She's crying. Yeah. She's like, I don't know how to do things because yeah. she's 13. She's, like, on the kitchen floor. She's, like, I don't know how to be a wife. I'm only 13 years old, like she keeps <laughs> saying in the movie. And then they have the sex for the Yucky. first time. Yuck. And 
it is probably the creepiest scene. Yeah, I'm gonna say definitely because again, he comes back with this whole creepy mouse fucking thing again. Um, he's like tickling her in bed or whatever, and then they start to bang, and then, <laughs> and then he I guess she starts getting a little wild, and yeah, he's like, she's like, "What Ugh. the fuck?" And she's but like, "Also, I was like." Yeah. But also it was like bucking around like a fucking, I, it was I crazy. Was like, yeah, you're this into yeah, it. it's so sexy. Um, I think she's trying to be sexy because she's 13 and she thinks this is what he wants, right? I don't but know then, what 13-year-olds were doing back in the day, but it's crazy <laughs> and you shouldn't do this. It's fucking crazy. As a, as a person that is younger and having the loving or whatever, it's like, like you're like a cardboard fucking box is what you're like because you're like, I'm so scared. But anyways, she was all into it because she's like, I could feel it in the music. No, you can't. He thinks that she's fucking not a virgin because yeah. she's like, doing how? too like, good. I'm air quoting. Yucky. Um, <laughs> Yucky. And then he like storms off, goes to fucking Sun Records, and then and runs into Elvis, runs into who Elvis. was also doing weird things. But I was like, leave Elvis. <laughs> he wasn't doing anything weird at the time. Leave he Elvis to, out of this. He was going to Germany. <laughs> That's a whole other episode, guys. Yeah. Um, he tells Jerry Lee to take it all because he's off to Germany and he can be king and all this kind of he's shit. Not. Uh, news alert. It wasn't. It, he he's not the king. He's Elvis the king. is still the king. Um, Jerry comes back to the house and he says, I don't care what you did before me. And she's like, I didn't fucking but do I didn't anything. anything. And I'm, I'm like, 13 years she's old. 13, Jerry. She didn't fucking have time because she was in elementary school previous <laughs> to this. The fuck? Anyways, they go on tour to England. When I was 13, I was rolling around with the fucking on the elementary school fucking parking lot with my Raiders jacket, <laughs> yeah. not having sex Robin with Jerry Lee Robin Lewis. I also thought she was hard. Jesus at 13, Christ. So. We all know what 13-year-old people are like. So. Well, now they are. <laughs> I think it was worse. Actually, I know you it was think? worse back then. Why? Oh, you said that's nothing you, else to do. You, you I didn't, didn't have a phone. Have, you didn't have the internets. So you I didn't, didn't have, have that other either. shit we were to just do. Being normal kids. You had to... I mean, I feel like you probably didn't. Your friend have sex at a very young age. I'm pretty sure she did. Who? Which one? I want to not uh, say her name. Uh, oh, the <laughs> one that we should. <laughs> yeah, the, she well. cannot be named. I knew tons of yeah, people that I had guess. sex at like twelve and thirteen. Ew. Tons, like too many. Oh, gross. Because <laughs> there was nothing else to do. Y'all shouldn't do that anymore. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't want anyone to Please do that anymore. Please have sex anymore. when you're thirty. Be older. Thirty. Like, definitely make better choices. Thirty is the I think age. People are too lazy now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. No one's like, even meeting not, people in real life. I know. So. Thank God. Anyway. But like thirty. <laughs> That's go, what you should do. They go off to England for a tour now, or not? Not at all. Just don't. Just don't. Yeah. yeah. No, just forget it. It's fine. You got lots. Of <laughs> You're utensils. fine. You got lots just of utensils. You can go. Go to a fucking Tom Hiddles con- uh, concert again. <laughs> I got a concert. Go to a Tom Hiddleston concert <laughs> and then play. do that, and you <laughs> don't even play. have to meet anyone. You, you can just be, be on your own. Yep. You can be just uh, look him directly in the eyes <laughs> while you're doing it. <laughs> Hold on. What's the word? <laughs> Hiddles, diddles. No, no, no. Sillies. <laughs> Oh, nope. you can be oh. self-partnered oh, yeah, at your Tom Hiddleston concert right. and do that instead of having to be with anybody and you don't have to have sex when you're 13. Isn't so, that good? Sounds perfect. I don't want you to fucking be masturbating at 13 either, though. <laughs> or having the sillies, as you, if you will. Um, anyways, England was mad because... England listen, was mad. And I Myra thought that was weird because I feel like England loves getting married young as well. I feel like they do too, but nobody talks maybe about it. getting you know married what I mean? or like just being pregnant when they're uh, young. Okay, that's oh, what I think. Being pregnant when yeah, young, not right? maybe getting totally married, but like definitely being, being pregnant. pregnant. And getting shipped off somewhere, like to Switzerland. <laughs> yeah, to have you a can baby. have your baby in Switzerland. That's right. Why is that happening? I don't know. Poor Swiss people. people. Seriously. They're just um, trying to make a Swiss roll or right. whatever. <laughs> well, that's what they did before when they made the baby, <laughs> isn't it? So, yes. Uh, Myra wanted to go to England with Jerry Lee. They, the record didn't think it was a good idea. They were like, don't do it. A good idea, in she retrospect, she shouldn't have gone. Yeah, shouldn't have gone. Uh, so, yes. England was not having it. No. They were like, she's too young. How old is she? And, of course, They're they like, lied. She's 15. She she's 15, even though she was 13. 
Uh, people are not impressed. Uh, he gets tons of bad press, and people aren't coming to any of the shows that he's having. People that do go to his shows, though, are heckling him, and yep. then they pushed a stroller on stage, and they're like, they that did. was me. <laughs> Robin, at seven, <laughs> fucking, fucking throwing this around <laughs> the thing. Uh, they got deported from England, and now when they arrive, and he was all like, my That's people actually wild, me. though, because I feel like you don't get deported any, right. like... You can't do anything these days. <laughs> yeah. so now, back then, fuck no. Uh, but I also, he was like... Um, Oh, no, they love me at home. You mm-hmm. see, I have a great reception. Yeah. He did not. He was also being shamed. People at home were also like, you're disgusting. Um, yes, yeah, so, you know, he was driving through the town, listening to one of his sad songs, and people were, like, shame-shaming him with their fingers, yeah. and no shame. one was dancing anymore. Shame. Shame. <laughs> shame. We said Shit earlier being when thrown. we were uh, not cut off yeah. that... If you do some things wrong, wouldn't you rather be like pelted by poo in the streets rather mm. than go to jail? We couldn't decide though if you're being pelted with poo in jail though. <laughs> so you never know. Who knows? But, but like everybody on. in your town is pelting you with poo though. Mm-hmm. How do you like? Shame. <laughs> uh, this is when shit goes sideways. Speaking of shit, um, they want uh, the record company wants him to sign a letter of apology for Billboard magazine so that he can get shows again and you the fans will come back. I wouldn't fucking apologize to Billboard magazine either. <laughs> Fuck y'all. Your list are stupid. Yep. Anyways, he didn't want to do it. Good for him for not saying he, he did, no, he did that. I know. He succumbed. But I wouldn't have said, fuck you, yeah. Billboard. Um, it didn't really help, though. Uh, they were still getting shit shows. People still yeah. weren't really coming. Well, I guess, because you're like, you're fucking your yeah, cousin. Like, but you're fucking your 13-year-old cousin. That's the so rest weird. of America doesn't agree no, with that. No, no offense uh, he to started, the South. He started drinking more. He was banging other girls on tour. And he was, he was beating up his wife. smacking Meyer around. And that was definitely shithead maneuver. And then she was all, but you can't hurt me. Hit me anymore, Jerry. I'm 14 and I'm having a baby. <laughs> so he stopped doing that and he cried in her lap. Um, and then that's kind of basically. I feel like he didn't stop doing it. I feel like just I for feel that like day. He probably kept on doing it. Yeah. Um, he, yeah, that was kind of the end of it. Like yeah. they show. And then they're like, cool, yeah, we're having a baby. Yeah, Good for you, man. They show the end of the movie that the baby was born. They named it Steve Allen Lewis for some fucking reason. Um, and then they alluded to the fact at the end of the movie that he was having a comeback yeah. and that people were really enjoying he him, did. but apparently that really wasn't no. how it was going. Um, <laughs> he sings the I'm a Wild One song, which is great. It's, uh, listen, he's a weird dude. He had good songs. Kind of a piece of shit, I guess. But yeah, Obviously. But, but it wasn't a piece of shit for the time. That's the weirdest he thing. He is a piece like, of shit, though. I don't know. It's just, it's you weird. can't beat up your wife, Shara. No, no, no. That's, that sucks. But, like, the whole marrying young, like, this was just shit well, that yeah, they did. Well, yeah, that's up. But, like, the there, beating right? up your wife like, is yeah, not, that's, not that's Chris Brown shit, man. And, like, somehow yeah. you guys are still I, I supporting him. I, I don't know to what extent the beating was, but apparently the book apparently it was not great. is very is dark. She, yes. So um, I'm interested to read that because it's... Don't Myra was the one don't that Don't beat wrote, up your girlfriends or wives. Of course. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's just easy. Um, don't do that. You know, like, apparently she wrote the book. Uh, he wasn't super jazzed that they were basing the movie on her book. But, of course, this gave him a huge comeback in yeah. the 80s. Um Anyway, the he's been married seven times. He's fucking been married so, seven times. So and here's some somehow fun. he's still alive. Yeah, these were fun facts. Uh, Dennis Quaid was hot in this. Um, <laughs> he was definitely 34 and oh. playing a 21 year old. So that was crazy. and like I think Winona Ryder was only like 18 or something too. So it was yeah. still kind of weird. He's grabbing her boobs and yeah. stuff. Well, just as I, I, we said earlier, in case you want to recap, that Dennis Quaid's girlfriend was not born oh, yet. Yes, she this was came out. not born yet. Uh, Jerry Lee Lewis has re-recorded the tracks from this movie and that Dennis Quaid lip-synced over them, and he did it perfectly. Yes, he did. He did a did. very good job, and he did it really good with his mannerisms because, you know, if you watch old Jerry Lee Lewis stuff, it was very on point. 
Um, Myra was his third wife, and as Robin said, he's been married seven times. <laughs> the last time was in 2012. Uh, the Who's scandal. The patience to get married that many times. Seriously, like. like I'm like, I think a bunch of these wives are dead, too. So so who fucking even knows what he's doing? He probably killed them off. Um, The scandal in London. That actually might be true because he did escape to Dublin for a while to go and live there to evade a bunch of shit. So so in the 80s, he definitely ran away. Dublin loves to hide people. (laughs) Uh, The scandal in London did, in fact, end his superstardom. Yes. Myra has said in her biography that the good old days, of which there were 569 of them, were over. That seems crazy that it was less than two years, but, you know, people are fickle. It can happen. And you shouldn't have married your 13-year-old cousin, I guess. So um, my last fact was that uh, Jerry Lee Lewis was the seventh person inducted into the Hall of Fame, and Robin uh, looked it up. And apparently was he all, was inducted with eight people yes. all at once. Yes. So it was like Chuck Berry, Elvis Presley, Buddy yeah. Holly, blah, blah, blah. So there was a whole bunch of them. And yes, Jerry Lee Lewis is still alive and is 84. I don't know how he's still alive. So crazy. So <laughs> That was Jerry Lee Lewis. Now, now we're going on to our main men. Our main men's. We love him. He is wonderful. And just before we get into this, so it's George Michael. Oh. We forgot to talk about um, George. how we, we saw the movie last Christmas. Yes. And we're not going to obviously tell you about the movie because it just came out. But it is beautiful and it's, heartbreaking yeah. all at the same time. It I is feel like fucking cries. Because Jen, my friend, told me... She didn't see it, but she definitely, she saw the spoilers, unfortunately, and she was like, oh, my God. She's like, Robin, she's like, this movie. I'm like, I'm going to go see it. Don't tell me. And she's like, well, she's like, just so you know, she's like, it's in the song. And I was like, it's in the song. And then the after, after you get to after it, you get, once it happens, like, you're like, I said oh, to her, I was like, oh, no. fuck. And when yeah. it was happening, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> it is like Amelia Clark, and she's great, and she's like a basket case, and everything's yeah. like, she's got a hard life. Um, Henry Golding is hot. Mm-hmm. And wonderful, mm-hmm. and it's fucking cries. I was like, definitely at the end of it. I'm it's like, like sobbing. Like the soundtrack is devastating. Oh my god! Like every time a George Michael song came on, I was like, because I'm well, sad because I'm, the song is sad. I'm sad because he's dead. Yeah. So yeah, it's two things. And like, it's not that uh, there was, I heard that they're remaking some, or redoing, and then there's like one release of some song that he was working on before he died or whatever, but. Um, it's not reworks. It's actually songs yeah. from albums that he did do, but you probably didn't hear them. Because yes, because it was like his like last kind of yeah, and like things like that. But he, they were out there. Um, beautiful. It's every just time one it, hit, like, hit, hit you in the heart. I definitely every somebody time. said it was going to be like Love Actually. I'm like, it is not like it Love is Actually because like Love, Love Actually was not fucking sad no, and killing is, yourself. This was like I wanted. I was sobbing at the end of this movie. Like, and nothing I was going to, to be like Love I Actually. I wanted to like, sob out loud. Actually, at the <laughs> I movie, could hear her but sobbing. Like, but <laughs> oh my god, it was killing it's not, me. Nothing is ever going to be like Love no, Actually. Like that was like a once in a lifetime. Yeah, Christmas. It's not, not going to be like no. that. It definitely could have gone to Netflix. Yes, but it's not that it's bad. No, it just, just could have need to be on. But whatever, it's fine. It's I'm very, happy paying for it. Definitely go see it. If I, I don't think I'll ever watch it again because I no, it was, definitely not. It was killing <laughs> me every time. Um, so we will talk about George Michael. So George Michael was born. Here we go. I'm going to say this name again. <laughs> uh, Georgios Kyriakos Panayotou. I think. Sorry to all <laughs> Sorry, the Greek people in the world. Um, he was born on June 25th, 1963, and, ugh, God, died on Christmas Day, 2016. I fucking remember it. Wait, he was born Clear on June Day. 25th? Yeah. And he died on December 25th. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? That's crazy. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, fuck. He was only 53. Sadness. And I remember so hard. Christmas Day, yeah. we were sitting there. We, saw, we thought our dad was joking when he came downstairs. Yeah. And he's like, and oh, George Michael died. We're like, fuck off. And then it was cries because we were definitely crying about that because we've always loved George Michael. Like, like for, oh from like, it's like the only thing I can remember like well, Robin being alive born, is like George Michael. George like, Michael, like I yeah. love him so much. <laughs> <laughs> like It was awful. Anyways, he was an sing- English singer, songwriter, record producer, and philanthropist. He rose to fame as a member of the music duo Wham! Exclamation point. And we said you can go and listen to our Wham! podcast. Absolutely. We already talked about to them. The letter W from season one. Um, he later embarked on his solo career, of course. Uh, he sold over 100 million records worldwide, making him one of the best selling music artists of all time. Uh, George was born in East Finchley, London. Mm-hmm. His father was a Greek restaurateur and his mother was a dancer. And she was English. Uh, his older sisters, which I don't fucking clue. Yeah, where I was he like, that as never well. never heard of them ever. Uh, one is called Yoda, which is like Yoda with an yeah. I. Yoda. Yoda. That's right. And Melanie. Uh, George met his future wham! Exclamation point partner, Andrew, <laughs> Andrew Ridgely, in his early teens. And the two had the same career ambitions of being musicians. Oh, we will tell you this. Oh, should we tell them? What? I didn't oh, even see it because okay, I was sobbing so, so hard. We're going to spoiler alert you. One thing. Andrew is in the end oh, of Last Christmas at Tarot Mystic. I, I, was, I, like, oh I was like, oh my God. I was like, Andrew's in it. She's like, why didn't see it? I was sobbing. So I'll have to go back and look for it. But yes. I Andrew thought you said you were going to watch it again. I'm going to watch it again. <laughs> I can go find it on YouTube. Someone will have it. Uh, I'm not going to watch the movie. Anyway, um, George Best on the London Underground, and he began, or in the London Underground, and he began his music career as a DJ, as everybody apparently fucking does, playing <laughs> at clubs at local schools. Um, this was followed by the formation of a like, short-lived right, ska band called The Executive with Ridgely, Ridgely's brother, and two other Who's dudes. Who's got those fucking... Fuck, no kidding. Is there a record of that? Yeah. Um, Andrew Lever and David Mortimer were also in this band. Wham! Exclamation point, formed in 1981. And again, go listen to the W podcast from season one for all the Wham information. That's right. Uh, We're here for Solo George. Yes. We love them both. Yes, we do. They would, there would be, without Andrew, there'd be no Wham. So, (laughs) Um, the beginning of George's solo career, he did a duet. So, in between Wham and going on to his first album, uh, Faith, he did a duet with Aretha Franklin, which Mm -hmm. was I Knew You're Waiting for Me, which, by the way, it's a fucking jam. It's a fucking jam. Was, uh, knew you were waiting. Knew you were waiting for me. And uh, <laughs> yesterday, I feel like it was one day, Sirius XM or whatever had a George Michael. Uh, we're like, what kind of weird like, witchcraft is the universe? Every time we talk about something, like it something happens. Something happens in the universe. Like we, it's so crazy. Okay, so Niall is going on tour with Louis Capaldi. We and we happen. literally fucking talked we about talked this. About it like, before it was announced. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> Um, with the George Michael thing, like how weird is that that last Christmas opens in the yes. theaters? It's our G and we like skipped a week in there. Like, yes. it was like, like it's just crazy. It was the G week for George Michael and then this fucking XFM thing. It's like what yeah. in the world? The, wor- man? the universe, man. Totally. Uh, how about some lotter- lotto numbers? Um, <laughs> so yes, uh, I knew you're waiting for me, and that actually was Aretha Franklin's only number one hit in the UK. Which is very interesting because George makes everything better. Um, this gave him more ambition uh, to go on with his solo career, and mm-hmm. he got to sing with one of his favorite artists because obviously he was like that kind of singer, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in late 1987, George released his debut solo album, Faith. The first single was "I Want Your Sex." And I definitely, 
I definitely this? thought it was face, and I was like, I don't know because nope, I was barely alive. Want your sex and this video. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> yeah. I definitely had this video recorded like a thousand times on different yeah. VHSs. It was like mul- not even just not one, no, multiple VHSs. No, no. I, I definitely on one in particular. <laughs> I probably had it like ten times. Well, no she fucking labeled joke. It whatever, because no. it was like a special that they had for like one. that it was because they were talking all about on much music, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Tara had it labeled like Faith. I want your sex. Yeah. Uh, so she was like really serious. I feel like I even wrote out like explore monogamy or some shit like on the front, on the sticker and on the VHS label. Probably. I did not know what that meant, but I sure had it written down. Um, so. 13, don't have sex. That's right. The song was banned by many radio stations in the UK and the US uh, due to its sexually suggestive but lyrics. But my thing about this is, is that like he wasn't. He was telling you to be monogamous. Yes. He wasn't saying, he like, have sex with a bunch of people. Everybody just, just didn't want him good. to say sex so Yeah, many times I know. is what the problem but was. But the, the message was, like, be monogamous and have sex. Y'all were fine that Jerry Lee Lewis it was fucking his 13-year-old sister. <laughs> not sister. Cousin, Whole lot sorry. of shit going on. It might on. as well have been a sister. Well. Christ's sake. <laughs> um, I feel like that's fine, too. In the, anyways. In the, uh, in the down south. I'm just saying. Oh, oh yes. Um... <laughs> However, the whole point was is that uh, it was great and it was hilarious that they were banning <laughs> it. Um, MTV broadcast a video featuring celebrity makeup artist uh, Kathy Jung in a Basque, which is what? Uh, one Piece, I'm going to say. Well, not just a baby <laughs> doll. I don't know. Um, and suspenders. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Uh, only during the late night hours. Luckily, <laughs> I had it recorded again a billion times. So I could watch it whenever the fuck. I yeah, wanted but to. But listen, when you caught that, like, the extended version oh, with yeah. the Explore Monogamy um, oh, yeah. uh, spoken word portion. Fuck yeah. So it was, uh, it was a, ge- that was, a that was like a rare, like a rare diamond. It was a rare, it was a definitely like a fucking unicorn. If you could get him <laughs> introducing the video yeah. and he would be saying stuff like, the song is not about casual sex. And you're like, <laughs> totally. Completely. Said, it was like, dearly beloved. That's right. <laughs> Um, one of the racier scenes involved my, involved George writing the words "explore monogamy" on his partner's back and lipstick, and I'm like, I was like, why is it racy? What? Like, but was he doing it though, or was it someone else's hand? Because when it you was look at the that, hands, it was a lady hand. I feel like it was. Um, but also, <laughs> uh, how is it racy to be monogamous? I don't know. So crazy. Don't have sex with other people. It shouldn't be racy. I feel maybe, like maybe no? I was more worried about the fact that they were sucking fucking sh- silk sheets on that shit while they were trying to do this. <laughs> I don't know. It's so yeah, crazy. They definitely have to roll around silk sheets. But yeah. like, why is being monogamous racy? It's so crazy. Now Days it is apparently, y'all. That's super racy. Yeah. Um, Monogamy. Ew. <laughs> what? Gross. Uh, the second single, Faith, was released in October 1987, a few weeks before the album dropped. And exploding. Yes. Exploding uh, vaginas la- and penises <laughs> all over the world because how fuck, as we've talked about before. He is so hot. So, so confusing. So hot. So hot. So For confusing. everybody. For everyone. For the world. It was everybody. It was like, like, you don't know what you're doing. Mammal. Yeah. And <laughs> it's fucking like, like Ladies. Okay. Men. Yeah. Whales. Uh, dogs. Gorillas. Whoever. That's all for people. For the world. You're like, for everybody. Is, he is so hot. Yes. It's like, Those so Levi's jeans how he made, were painted on his body. Yes. How he made a leather jacket <laughs> with pink lining with a fucking set of pearls Just hanging one. off of it. Just on the Just only one. one. A, a white singular. tank top. <laughs> a 501 jean. And a, a boot and some aviators. It's wild. It's still hot. Go watch the video. It's, just like, it's crazy. It's fucking hot. Um, anyways, this became one it's of... It's for the, everybody. 
It's for the As world. As we just told you, for mammals, dogs. It's for dead people. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, it became one of his most popular songs, and it hit number one on the Billboard 100 for four consecutive weeks, becoming the best-selling single I'm in 1980. I'm not going to be mad about the Limp Bizkit cover of Faith. <laughs> no, that's kind of great, actually. I'm not. Because you know what? They like George Michael, and I appreciate that. Yeah. So yes, it's all about the nookie and all about Faith. I did make a highlighted note here saying, this video. That's fucking crazy. So... Um, I chose my song from Faith. I didn't know if we were doing this, at all, but we are. I said all the songs, really. Yes. But I said, it's definitely I Want Your Sex because it's in, it was innovative, it was provocative, it was amazing, and Ro- there's three Robin parts. Seven. And there was three parts to it. It's fucking three parts. As, I know, as, I was seven. I, I shouldn't as like I will this. Tell you. But I've z- Tara knows that I was like oh, all yes. about the song for, at oh, seven. Yes. Oh, yes. Robin Especially the second part. Part two. Part I want two. Your sex. And it's I, like, it, sexy lady, sexy body. the seven year old being all. I feel like you can't. She was worried it. about Myra being 13. But at seven, I'm like, seven. sexy, sexy body, body keeps me guessing. Keeps me guessing. With the promise. <laughs> I know we, we can, can come, come together. So good. Seven. I didn't um, know what that meant. Anyways, but. Faith was released on <laughs> October 30th, 1987. And then I was like, how is this 32 years old? I'm barely. Seven. It's barely. I'm barely. Um, anyways, it I'm is. I'm barely alive and that's 32 it, years old. It is amazing. It's a wonderful album start to finish. Yeah. It was highly acclaimed by music critics being described as superbly crafted mainstream pop rock masterpiece. Yes. And one of the finest pop albums of the 80s. Correct. It gave us these tracks. Side mm-hmm. one. Faith. What a, what a fucking lead into an album. Like, talk about side one, song one. Did we even talk about that? I don't know we, if we did. I, I can't remember. We did. Rude. Uh, father figure. Yes. I want your sex. Parts one and two. Father figure is for men. It's for dudes. Yep. Um, one more try, which is a beautiful goddamn song. I feel like that's also. Is it for men? I think? Yeah. Oh, right? Well, we know it is because right? George Michael's gay. <laughs> oh, spoiler alert! George Michael's gay. <laughs> Uh, side two, we have Hard Day, which I totally fucking I forgot know. about. I, I definitely forgot about the hands um, of <laughs> So good. Uh, hand to mouth. Uh, look at your hands, which I was just going to say, lay your hands on me. It's a different song. <laughs> completely is different. It or is it the same? No, the same. Uh, monkey, which monkey hat, is amazing. His hat Why tells can't me, you do his it? His hat tells me everything Why in this video. Why can't you set your monkey free? Um, kissing There's a fool. There's also like 700 remixes of monkeys. So, so. Everything was about a 12 inch in the 80s. <laughs> Everything. Oh, uh, yeah. We're right. recording. I know, but it's coming up. We're scared, I know. Uh, <laughs> kissing a Fool, which just like always gives me a shiver because what a beautiful fucking song, so man. Good. Oh my God, it's so good. Boobies is a cover of it. It's not the same. It's but def- I definitely won't be the same. <laughs> um, on the CD and cassette, bonus tracks, we got... Uh, Hard Day, the Shep Pettibone <laughs> remix. I feel like that's what Atara used to play because she yeah, loves a remix. I, <laughs> I, loved a, I loved a remix back in the day for Shark's 12 Inch. was fucking my jam. Uh, and at last request, I Want Your Sex, part three. Also my favorite so because beautiful. I was like, it's late, time for bed. <laughs> Why is a seven-year-old in my... I was like, seven. this is my night-night song. Seven. <laughs> Why? Night-night, everyone. Tar- you know sex. what? This is Tara's fault, though. It is my fault because I feel like I played that album when I went to sleep. <laughs> That's what the problem was. Um, even though Faith was a huge success, according to George in this film, A Different Story, success did not make him happy, and he started to think there was something wrong in being an idol for millions of teenage wow, girls. It really is. Though, and I was like, 
teenage girls. Well, <laughs> but it is like fame is such a weird thing. It's like I feel thing. like all of these people go through this, right? Like it's such a you're mm. a normal person, and then and then you're not. Yeah, it's just, even though we'd had fame with Wham, I feel yeah, like this was it very wasn't different. like this. Like and also you're on your own, yeah. right? Like so it's like the thing. We're not sharing it with someone else that's going through the same thing with you. Yeah, that's so much harder. Like yeah. And he says that the whole faith process, the promotion, the video, the tour, and the awards left him exhausted, lonely, and frustrated, and far from his friends and family. In 1990, he told his record company, Sony, who's always the fucking devil. uh, Killed Michael Jackson, is what they did. And Whitney Houston. Mm -hmm. uh, For his second album, he did not want to do promotions like the one for Faith, and so began his battle with his Mm soon-to-be ex-fucking record label, Sony. Um, September. So everybody who out there who believes that everything's fine and dandy in the music industry, it is not because these record labels will you know fuck you in the it ass sounds, it sounds like if it's they can. Very dark times. When it, it comes to all the time, like yeah, it's so wild. Watch um, the documentary. Um, I can't remember what it's called now. The Thirty Seconds from Mars one. Oh yeah, Jared Leto. Like it is yeah, fucking it's pretty crazy. crazy how like, they had to fight and for Thirty sure. Seconds from Mars. Yeah, not even it's like fucking a real Jared Leto. Barely, barely like, <laughs> and it is insane, it's insane. Like how fucked over they got. Like, yeah. uh, well, same with Max Report. Like, just well, like, yeah, the so many, were out yeah. like fucking fifty million dollars. Yep, like. Yep. <laughs> Uh, on September 3rd, 1990, we received the beautiful oh my God. Listen Without Prejudice, Volume 1. Uh, also, can we say again, um, in Last Christmas, when uh, Praying for Time came on, oh. I was like, uh, when they go and right ice skating, and it's, it's like, this, come the fuck. Oh, no. It's the, I, I know. The one at the end. So uh, at the end of the movie, acoustic? they do acoustic. It's like a, an acoustic Praying for Time. It's from one of his live it's albums. Lo- oh, oh, it is unreal. It's going to break your fucking heart it's is like, what it's going to do. Is what it is. Anyway. Um, for this album I said what an album What an album He tried to create A new reputation As a serious minded artist He refused to do Any promotion like for the album He didn't need to do that though like, Well no But he didn't Because it wasn't to. like it was But he's growing up You know Yeah right? but so I feel like, like He didn't need Like Faith was like A good like Proper It wasn't like wham You know but there was, was like of, Wake me up before you go There was a lot go-go. of ditties Still. There was, but it wasn't like <clears throat> it was Wham going to. No, but that, I think what you know? he was probably trying to but do is like. I understand, like, at this time, though. Like, I get I, I, I think get he, it. Because he was going fighting through. with Sony and he was going through all the stuff and he's going through all this emotional stuff. Yes. He's trying no, to prove that like, he could be a serious artist. With, wasn't, I know, but I think he's trying to prove that. I think it, he didn't need to do all this promo yes. to be well, taken no, seriously. No, he didn't, because he didn't. He had to be in the fucking videos for this. That's right. Um, as he kicked off the era of not being in your videos, as Justin Bieber doesn't do it right. anymore either. Exactly. So, um, yeah, so he refused to do promotion, which included his videos. He did no music videos for the singles released. Like, at least he wasn't in them. Uh, the first single, Praying for Time, with lyri- was a lyric video, yeah, actually. Remember, yeah. uh, Social Ills and Injustice it was released in August of 1990. And I was like, was this the first lyric video? Maybe, Maybe, yeah. Might have been, right? I don't think they ever... Ingenious. It might have been. It might, it I don't might have been really the first lyric before, I know. I remember I when it came out. I don't remember another one being no. like that. And now, like, everybody drops a lyric video before they actually drop a video, right? Yeah. Uh, Rolling Stone magazine described the song as a distraught look at the world's astounding woundedness. George really offers like the healing passage of time as the only the bomb... Oh, so good. Uh, for physical and emotional hunger, poverty, poverty, hip hop, excuse me, hypocrisy and hatred. Uh, the song was an inter- instant success, reaching number one on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100. 
in 2010, the album was included of the book A Thousand and One Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. And I was like, have I read that book? I can't even remember if I have or not. Okay. <laughs> that one uh, thousand and one albums mm. you have to hear before you die. I feel like we're going to disagree about that. So we should Probably a lot of them, though, but can, I'm curious. To know, I'm it. definitely curious to know now. Uh, the glorious track listing for this album is uh, Praying for Time. Freedom exclamation point oh my 90. God, so good. And of course, this video featured the supermodels Naomi Campbell, yep. Linda Evangelista, Christy Turlington. And like invented music videos, yes. basically. Like Tatiana. all reinvented music videos really for this day because yeah, being the there wasn't that, really anything kind of like that. No, not at all. He did no it. one had done it like this. Uh, it was Tatiana Petitz and Cindy Crawford, of course. Uh, the next song is They Won't Go When I Go, Something to Save. And I was listening to this album mm, the other day. So it's beautiful. And I was like, that song is so good. Like, oh, my God. I, I always loved it, but I just hadn't heard it in a while, right? So yeah. I was like, fucking hell, man. It's so good. Uh, Cowboys and Angels. Uh, waiting <laughs> Cowboys and Angels oh, so is good. beautiful, too. Uh, waiting for That Day, um, which is ugh, so good. Uh, Mother's Pride. Heal the pain, mm-hmm. uh, cries, uh, soul free, and waiting. And waiting is so, like, it's so beautiful. Um, in 1991, we received the fucking gorgeous Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me. Oh, my God. With, which, FYI, I will always hear, by the way, as Don't Let Your Sun Go Down on Me, but that's yeah. just me. <laughs> well, um, on. What's your song from Listen, oh, listen from the album? Oh, I picked Freedom 90 because you know I was like... It's the death of the old George, and it was it, like yeah. Such no, a great I like I like the whole um, you know sort of like re- like I guess you want to say the phoenix of the flame. Yeah, like yeah. Song. I like I, the idea of it, um, but like praying for time is I know. such it's just a beautiful song. Um, it's so so good. And then again, like I said, like the, listening to something to save the other day, I was like, when you've got something to say, why don't you say it? Like it's so good yeah and just like <laughs> but honestly like always forever forever heal the pain was always oh the one that totally i right. always loved and that's why i thought it was so interesting like in the movie they focus on the song so much one, but because i didn't think it was that but it makes sense big of a story, song right it does it but does. i didn't think like it was that big. but yeah. maybe it is because we're not there obviously oh, yeah. from no, there no, so we don't there, know but sure um, it's so funny because like we always love that I song. Just, I just doubly like that song because the fact that he did it with Paul McCartney. Yeah, I just think that's. Just but like, me and Tara always love this song, love and it was so, so funny so that it was much. so heavily featured in this yeah. movie that I thought like I didn't know that. And it the comes British in, like this song like, that much. but that song comes in like right away <laughs> yeah. in the movie, and I'm and like, cries. But, but like, the way right that they sing, I know we're like, oh my god, I'm crying. <laughs> crying already. Um, anyways, he does the song of Forrest Felton John because it's his song. That was a nice little in between. Go down on me, Mr. Yeah. Elton John. Yes. And it's just Although great. Although I search myself, there's always <laughs> someone else I see. <laughs> a fraction <laughs> of your life. It's so good. It's so good. Um, as expected, follow-up album. Listen, There was supposed to be a Listen Without Prejudice Volume 2. Yes. But it was scrapped because of his lawsuit with Sony. He complained that Sony had not completely supported the release of his second album, resulting in a poor performance in the U.S. compared to Faith. It did amazing in the U.K. Yes. Um, Sony responded that Michael's refusal to appear in promotional videos had caused a bad response. And uh, he ended the idea of Listen Without Prejudice right after that and donated three of the songs that remained for that already to charity. Um, his songs were, uh, it was for the project uh, Red Hot and Dance. He did Too Funky. Uh, no, no, no. Um, it was actually, no, it was um, 
Crazy Man. Apparently it's called Crazy Man Dance. Yeah. Um, it raised the money for AIDS awareness. Uh, it was a B-side to Too Funky. Uh, he also donated to um, the same cause. Too Funky did not appear on any of the George Michael studio albums. Yeah, was included on his solo collection. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was on Ladies and Gentlemen, The Best of George Michael, uh, 1998. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and it was on that 25 album that came out in 1996. There was also the 1996 album, that Older, right? Are we doing that one? Oh, yeah, I'm going to get there. Okay. Uh, I just want to talk about oh, this one for okay. a second. So uh, the video featured Michael sporadically as a director filming the supermodels Linda Evangelista, which I'm assuming he must have been very good friends with her if she's going to be in everything. Uh, Beverly Peel, Tyra Banks, Estelle Lefebvre, and Nadia Orman at a fashion show. Um, oh, did I skip over Older? Yeah, you did. It's okay. It's 1996. Oh, no, no. It's still coming. It's oh. not even there yet. I thought it's you not did. 1996. It's oh. later because I remember when Older came out. We I wrote it down, though. I said the year that came out was in 1996. Mm. Anyway, we'll get there. It doesn't matter. Um, on April 20th, 1992, George performed at the Freddie Mercury Tribute Concert at mm-hmm. London's, London's Wembley Stadium. The concert was a tribute to the life of the late Queen frontman, Freddie Mercury, of course, and the proceeds went to aid re- AIDS research. Yeah, it was 1996. In the last ever radio interview, Mercury, Mercury had praised Michael, adding that he loved the song Faith. I mean, who doesn't? Yes. I was like, fucking shrug emoji, and insert here. And George absolutely killed somebody to love. Yes. In fact, Brian May has said, who's Queen's guitarist, has said, George Michael was the best. There's a certain note in his voice when he did Somebody to Love that was pure Freddie. And I was mm-hmm. like, you Freddie, George. You Freddie. Um, in 1994, during a long period of seclusion, George appeared on the first MTV Europe Music Awards show where he gave a performance of his new song, Jesus to a Child, which would be the first release from his upcoming album, Older. The song was a melancholy tribute to his lover, Anselmo Falepa, who died in March 1993. Mm. That being said, George did not actually come out until 1998, so yes. there was a lot well, of speculation about who the song he was about. Didn't mean to come out, but that's... Nope, coming, he did not, but we'll get there. <clears throat> Uh, on May 13th, 1996, George released Older. Yeah. It was his first studio album in six years and only the third of his 10-year uh, solo career, which is yeah, kind of crazy, I know. right? Yeah, he, it, it's like very insane that yeah. like, that is, that's it. But again, he was fighting with Sony. Yeah, and, so there's a, lot of, there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, I definitely did pick <coughs> the song. Yeah. Uh, so the album's uh, U.S. and Canadian release was the first album released by Geffen's now defunct uh, label, DreamWorks. Mm-hmm. Just so you know. Uh, the tracks are Jesus to a Child, Fast Love, Older, Spinning the Wheel, It Doesn't Really Matter, The Strangest Thing, To Be Forgiven, Move On, Star People, You Have Been Loved, and Free. What's I your song? Fast Love because Ooh, it's so that, good. that was a good one, man. Shit. For some <clears throat> I thought it was gonna be Fast Love, but then I was like, ooh, Star People was such mm, a good song. A good so I do I think I'm gonna pick Star People because I really I definitely like that wrote one. down I'd die for George. I honestly, I'd die I would for die George. for you. I have such a specific memory about driving down to San Francisco, <laughs> blaring this fucking album for sure. God, I love him so much. Like, <laughs> I love him so much. I love him so much. Like, so so like, much. I go like crying, it's crying, crying. I, like tearing up because it's like I was writing. George is like our childhood man. Seriously, like, I was typing everything this about our childhood is George Michael. Ser- like all of everything like, I remember. I have a, so many specific <laughs> memories. Like. Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go, our Uncle Jesse, who has now passed, he used to always sing to me, <laughs> wake me up to have my cocoa, <laughs> all the fucking time. And I used to be like, that's not the words! Yeah, like, freaking but, like, out. But me and Tara were, like, so surprised. Like, too, I know, we were too, too much. 
We were too much about uh, it? Yeah. I think. Too funky, if you will? Yeah, we were too into George Michael. Too into it. As children. Um, oh, I forgot about my other story. So I saw Michael, saw Michael, saw George <laughs> Michael for the first time for the Faith Tour. And I was working, no, was I working? Yeah, I was. I was working with my first job. I was 14. And I was working in a place called, um, what's it, Music World? Music World, yeah. Yeah. And so I'm there, and I'm like looking at this guy who's like looking at CDs or whatever. CDs. And uh, <laughs> I was like, fuck, he looks like George Michael. Like, he looked like George Michael. I was like, this is crazy. But he's in like glasses, had a hat on, like all stuff. And he's just kind of flipping through CDs. And then he kind of left or whatever. And then my boss was like, do you know who that was? And I'm like, no. She's like, it was George Michael. I'm like, what? I knew it was fucking George Michael for sure. Anyways, I saw him in concert that, that first time. And it was I wonderful. I saw him for the, when he did the, I guess it would have been Listen, Listen Without Prejudice. Prejudice guys, I Dad, saw that one too. Mom and Dad took I me. I like that I went separately. No, that's weird. I go with you guys. <laughs> um, I'm going to go separately. <laughs> I'm going to go on my own with somebody else. <laughs> I know that we came together. But I, I managed to get like super right up next to the stage. So I was like very close to George Michael again. So there we go. Yeah. George Michael. My I love him. Like, great. Um, it's great. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the best of George Michael was George mm-hmm. Michael's first solo greatest hits collection. It was released in 1998. Yeah, I used to listen to that all too much. All I feel the like time. I broke the CD because yeah. I was. I broke the case for sure. <laughs> like it was in fucking pieces. In it my was car. that and that fucking weird Madonna album for whatever reason totally. that I broke the case of uh, the um, you know the Immaculate Collection. Yes, I remember. <laughs> and that do you remember that CD smelled weird? Like it had like perfumey. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> Um, it was a collection of 28 songs, and they were separated into two halves, with each containing a particular theme and mood. The first CD was for the heart, and was predominantly contained ballads, and the second CD was for the feet, which consisted of the dance tunes. And I mm-hmm. fucking loved that. So good. That. Yeah. I loved that so much. Um, it was released through Sony Music as a condition of se- severing his contractual ties with the label, and it went to number one, spending over two hundred weeks on no the UK Sony charts. No wonder trying to fucking ruin One Direction's life still. Mm. <laughs> I know, right? Um, and it's the thirty-eighth best-selling album of all time in the UK. I believe that. Yeah. Uh, the first single um, on his older album now was "Outside," and it was a humorous song. Let's go outside. <laughs> the video was so good. Yeah. Well, you know what? So. What happened was that he got outed in yeah. 1998 because yes. he was soliciting sex That's in right. New York City. Yeah. No, it was in Robin. I thought it was in Do New York. Read it? Do you want to read it? I got oh, such a great write-up oh, yeah. about I thought this. it was in New York. Nope. Uh. So, okay. So, he was... He, the reason he made that video is because yeah, he wanted because to... Yeah, because of the whole situation. Of it, yes, but I thought it was in New York situation. City for some reason. Nope. He was arrested soliciting a policeman in a public toilet. Oh. I need to give you info on okay. this is what I wrote. <laughs> On April 7th, 1998, George Michael was arrested for engaging in a lewd act in a public yeah. restroom of the Will Rogers Memorial Park in Beverly Hills, oh, California. Oh, Beverly Hills? Oh, I thought, oh, well, that makes more sense. He was arrested by <laughs> undercover... I definitely thought it was in, the, in New York. I was <laughs> yeah. like, he was Beverly ar- Hills makes sense. Fucking totally, right? And he was arrested by undercover policeman Marcelo Rodriguez. Who? Wait, what kind of fucking... In, wait. In a sting operation... I was say, what kind of fucking sting operation? Use, wait for this, Robin. <laughs> using so-called... Pretty police, and then I died <laughs> laughing. I wish that this. Oh my god! How? Oh, I have. Sl- I have so <laughs> many questions. I I need this to be I, an art. I know. Like I need the pretty police. I need. I okay, so, many so now that I know this, I need way more information <laughs> about this undercover like, sting operation in, because in what in the world was going on in this park beforehand? Sting operation. <laughs> so and then I died laughing my, forever. My other follow-up question is, why? Because like, so is no. this 
There's more. There's so many questions. Is this the crime so that we questions. need to be like yes, investigating? So having hard. a sting operation right. on. So in an MTV interview, George, what, about, what a waste of money. Well, truly, I mean, this obviously was a waste of re- a, problem. a waste of resources <laughs> and a waste of money. Becoming a problem is what it probably was. Um, in, the, in an MTV interview, George said, I got followed into a restroom, and then this cop, I didn't know it was a cop, obviously, oh. started playing a game of what he think is called, I'll show you mine, you show me yours, and then when you show me yours, I'm going to nick you, which so, means you know what this arrested. is? Entrapment, motherfucker. It's a fucking entrapment, right? There's like a movie made about he this. He was just trying to go to the bathroom. Yeah, that's... Allegedly, uh, we'll say. This is why <laughs> it got thrown out, because that's entrapment, mofo. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, then the cop apparently tried to sue George for a cool Mm-mm. $10 million. You know why I didn't get that? Because entrapment yeah, and also honestly. not real. But he was trying to say for mocking him in the video. Why? But even the courts were like, no bueno. Yeah. And then threw it out because fucking dude, you got to see gorgeous George Michael and his dick in real life. But also Isn't that's that clearly enough? entrapment. It's fucking entrapment. But that's not, he was... Uh, he was trying to sue him because he was making... No, I know, but the whole, like, soliciting part of that is entrapment. You Truly. tried to get him to do this. Like, like Jesus Christ. <laughs> Anyways, hilarious. I was like, the pretty police. Yeah. What? I Die just want to know... Forever. What kind of... What? That... Was there nothing else going on? Like... No, nothing. There were... I'm sure there's, there's some so murders that you could have been doing. Tons of fuck. You know what? The Black Dahlia case still hasn't been fucking yeah, solved. Yeah, you guys could have been Go back fucking and solving cases, a man. fucking cold case, <laughs> but you were doing this. Jesus Let Christ. gay men do what they fucking want to. <laughs> it, it's not illegal, right? Like, right, it can't it, be illegal. It's not illegal. It's it can't be, right? Like, it's not in public. It was in a bathroom. Yeah, you were just looking at each other's ding-dongs, right? Like, fucking like we were just saying. I fucking, guess, like, uh, prostituto is illegal, well, I guess. Was, but we're not, we don't know that he was getting, he was well, paying Well, this is the thing. Is that, like, anything. yeah, if you're, if you're, Exchanging money, yes. then I guess Different, it's illegal. I guess, but but is it? He followed him in and then asked him. And also, Frank Ocean's having orgies like every fucking weekend. Every so. weekend now in New York, like you can go to his party. I don't know. You can take um, an anti-HIV drug so, before the party and go so, there. That's crazy. Because he's sponsored by I Prep. Get, I guess this was in the olden times, 1998. I, well, I don't know what so the rules George were. So George Michael paved the way for you, Frank Ocean, <laughs> to have this fucking weird ass party every weekend. Not that it's weird. I'm just saying that it's weird to have an orgy every weekend. Seems, I think that's exhaust, for me. It seems exhausting. Yeah, that's it. like have an orgy every weekend if you want <laughs> like, to. To get ready. Yeah, every that's weekend my for problem this? with it. I'm not saying it's weird because it's weird. Yeah, I'm no, saying like I just want, can't believe that anyone just, would want to get ready it seems this exhausting. often. Yeah, for all that stuff. Absolutely. I mean. Because you uh, have to get ready. You yeah. do. For well, an orgy, like clearly, 200%, 200% like, ready. You need to, like, trim back the down beard. <laughs> yeah, you, you got to gotta, you like, gotta do so get, much work. Your ding-dong needs to be in tip-top shape, I guess. Everything I has to be perfect. That's all kinds of things. So, Anyway, back to George Michael. <laughs> in 1999, Songs of the Last Century is a studio album of cover tracks. It wasn't the best. No, no. It was not highly regarded. Um, though, his career, uh, though his cover of Roxanne is a fucking delight... And also, I totally forgot that he covered fucking U2's Miss Sarajevo on that album. I completely fucking forgot. Also beautiful, just for the the record. Um, November 17th, 2003, uh, George re-signed with Sony and released his fifth studio album, Patience, on March 15th, 2004. Patience gave us six singles. The first two freak. Why would you re-sign with Sony? I don't know. What the, the fuck? The deal must have been pretty good. I guess deal with the devil, man. I'm going to say maybe management changed. Who knows? Because I feel like <laughs> I don't whatever, know. Man. Uh, the first two singles, Freak and Shoot the Dog, 
Um, Shoot the Dog was a controversial track because he was taking shots at George W. and Tony Blair in the lead-up of the 2003 invasion of Iraq. Um, Imagine that. Imagine what George would think now. The two songs were (laughs) already released in 2002 by Polydor, but um, anyways, they still went on the 2004 album. The track listing was Patience, Amazing, John and Elvis Are Dead, Cars and Trains, Round Here, Shoot the Dog, My Mother Had a Brother, Flawless, parentheses, Go to the City, American Angel, Precious Box, Please Send Me Someone, <laughs> uh, parentheses. Precious Box. Well, it goes with, uh, I was laughing because it goes with Flawless. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Salmo's song was Please Send Me Someone, uh, Freak, exclamation point, 2004, Through, and Patience, part two. I'm going to say I didn't listen to this. I uh, did. <laughs> but I also feel like it was like, yeah. it's kind of what else. Um, we also got the album 25, which was released on April 1st, 2008, as a 29-song, two-CD set featuring several new songs, including, including the fabulous duet with Paul McCartney mm-hmm. and a song from the short-lived TV series, Eli Stone, where George played a guardian angel to Johnny Lee Miller. And I was like, hey there, actor George Michael. What up? I never even fucking knew about no. this. Um, in addition to performing on the show as himself and as Visions, each episode of the show's first season was named after a song of his, Robin. I was like, like where I fucking it? love I've this so much. This. I need to go look this up. Um, and I'm sorry, that I, but I did not know that on December 5th, 2008, George released a new track, a new fucking Christmas song. When? What's it called? In 2008 on Christmas Day. It's called December Song. I've never heard of this. It was on his website for free. <laughs> it, uh, it was hoped that fans would download the song and would donate money to charity. Uh, though the song is not available anymore on his website, it's on the file, like on iTunes and stuff like that. So I downloaded it. So um, Some more George Michael facts. George Michael appeared on the very first Carpool Karaoke with James yes, Corden. I, I was that. like, James uh, Corden. James Cordon Blue, yeah. Yeah, for the UK charity I didn't uh, know that, Comic yes. Relief. Yes, we've seen that. Um, on April 15th, 2011, George released a cover song of Stevie Wonder's 1972 song, You and I, as an MP3 gift to Prince William and Catherine Middleton on the occasion of their wedding on April 29th, 2011. Although it was released for the free, uh, George appealed to those, again, to download the track and make a contribution to the Prince William and Miss Catherine Middleton Charitable Gift Fund. Um, I put, I love him because he's so charitable. On uh, October 2011, George was announced as one of the final nominees for the Songwriters Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. I didn't do any, see any follow-up on that, though. I'm not sure what actually kind of happened with that, but anyway. Um, remember the piano featured in John Lennon's song, uh, Imagine? George Michael bought the Steinway Model Z upright piano and donated it to the Beatles Story Museum in Liverpool so the instrument could stay in London's hometown forever. Nice. Why wouldn't Paul McCartney do this? Well, I guess George did it first. So there you go. Uh, Careless Whisper was one of Wham! slash George Michael's greatest hits. Hell hell yes. Robin, he was only 17 when he wrote it. He wrote it on a bus journey on the way back to his work as an usher at the cinema. I know. What the heck? What to heck? What to heck? And if you listen carefully, you'll... I, you'll, you'll no, no, wait, I a, know. It's a new fact. <laughs> okay. If you listen carefully, you'll be able to hear George's vocals in the background of Elton John's Nikita. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me about Carol's Whisperer. I was like, I know. Carol's Whisperer, who's 17. That's <laughs> what you need to fucking know. Who? Who? I don't know. But <laughs> he's never going to dance again, though. Never. But people never. always say, though, 
the Sean's, yes. Jonathan's, yes. the Harry Styles, yes. the people, they would say like they write things about things they well, never you don't knew even about, know about, right? right? Like, Louis Capaldi, never yeah. been in love. He's like, he's never all been in love, but he yeah. wrote his fucking saddest album of all time. That's right. Um, the Symphonica tour was his final tour, and sadly, the final concert of Michael George Michael's life was performed at London's Earl's Court on October 17th, 2012. Uh, Symphonica was released on March 17th, 24, and became George's seventh number one album in the UK. Sadly, George struggled a bit with substance abuse and was arrested for drug-related offenses a few times between 20, 2006 and 2010. It was mostly weed, though, so I was like, is that offensive no, or is it fine? It's like you're being chill. Uh, apparently, he had cut back on cannabis and was smoking only seven or eight spliffs, not my words, this was fucking <laughs> from an interview, <laughs> per day instead of the 25 per day he formally, formally God, smoked. How do you I was like, function? Yikes, George. Um, in 2011. But that's just like sleeping, though. That's like, just it's sleeping. like you're, you're not like being a yeah, fucking you're asshole. Being you're, just, you're tired. You're hungry and you're tired. <laughs> in 2011, George um, had some health issues. He suffered from pneumonia at one point and was in an intensive care unit where he was comatose. Uh, he had also undergone a tracheotomy at that time. And apparently, he was so pleased with the staff at this particular hospital that helped him out during this whole series that he had, had like a free concert for the staff when God. he healed. Why? I was like, kill me, okay? Uh, on November 2nd, 2016, George's management team announced that a second documentary on his life entitled Freedom, which I think is the one we watched, yeah. was set to be released March 20, 2017, a month after English songwriter Naughty Boy confirmed plans to collaborate with Michael for a, few, for a new song on the album. Naughty Boy claimed that the song currently untitled is amazing, but bittersweet. On September 7th, 2017, nine months after his death, the single Fantasy featuring Nile Rodgers was released. Um, okay, so we all know that George came out in 1998, mm-hmm. following his April 1998 arrest for lewd public lewdness. <laughs> in 2007, George said that hiding his sexuality made him feel fraudulent, and his eventual outing when he was arrested in 1998 was a subconsciously deliberate act. Here are some further notes about George and his sexu- sexuality, mm-hmm. if you will. At the age of 19, uh, George told Andrew originally that he was bisexual. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also told one of his one of his sisters that they advised not to tell his parents about his sexuality. Of course, yes. In 1999, uh, an interview with The Advocate, George said that it was falling in love with a man that ended his con- conflict over bisexuality. And I'd here's here's the thing. Yes. That it's usually like this, isn't it? Like, yes. Uh, haven't we yeah, always like, said? I, honestly, like, I get it, bisexuality or whatever, sure. but I feel like for men... For sure. For men, uh, it's usually go, like... When you go the extra mile? Yes. When you go the ed- over when the you, edge? When it, yeah. I just feel like deal. that's... Then they... That's just, it's sealed. Yeah. I'm not blanket saying this for every all of them, of course. I don't know, but... No, we're not Generally, men. like... <laughs> You're not gay men. We do not know. Yeah. Generally, <laughs> it seems to be that, like... Once you, you have met move? that man that has yeah. like made your life like yeah. that, then that's the thing. That's right? kind of the thing, yeah. Um, he said that he had never had a moral problem with being gay. Uh, he thought that he had, when he had, he thought that he'd fallen in love with a woman a couple times, but then when he fell in love with a man and realized that none of those things. And had I feel been like that's the same beforehand. thing with like Freddie Mercury too. Is yeah, that oh like yeah. he obviously loved? Yeah, um, I love that woman that he was yeah. like first. Yeah, but it was obviously used, but he loved men but it was more. Different. Like yeah, it was different kind of love. Um, in 1992, he established a relationship with Anselmo Falepa, a Brazilian dress designer with whom he had met in 1991 Rock and Rio concert. I was like, of course. Uh, six months into the relationship, Falepa discovered that he was HIV positive. 
In 93, uh, Philippa died of an AIDS-related brain hemorrhage, and he was mentioned early, as we mentioned earlier, in Jesus to a Child. It was a tribute to Philippa. So sad. It's so sad. Uh, 96, uh, George entered into a long-term relationship with Kenny Goss. In late November 2005, it was reported that Michael and Goss planned to register the relationship as a civil partnership in the UK, but because of negative publicity on his upcoming tour, they postponed it. I feel like something didn't something happen with this guy too, and that's why. Um, I think so. I feel I'm like not in the sure. Documentary or something. Didn't I can't remember what that, it was. Like, he was trying to take his money now, or something oh, weird is going on now with him now. Um, well, on August 22nd, 2011, the opening night of a Symphonica World Tour, he announced that he and Goss had split two years oh, earlier. So I feel like somebody's trying to take his money now. Um, Oh, I don't know. There was a, there was a last one. So in 2012, could be the newest boyfriend. Um, he entered a relationship with Fadai Fawaz, oh, an Australian guy, celebrity yeah. hairstylist, well, freelance Australian, photographer. So. It was Fawaz who found his body on Christmas morning. Oh, okay, so it's that guy then. Um, I was like, insert here all the fucking cries because how dare you? How how dare you take George from us? <laughs> um, and then I finally I want to talk about his philanthropy because he's done oh yeah tons like, of stuff. Uh, it all began in November 1984 when George joined uh, other British and Irish pop stores for an era of the era to form Band-Aids, singing on the charity song Do They Know It's Christmas for famine relief in Ethiopia. The single became the UK Christmas number one in December 1994, holding Michael's own song, Last Christmas, by Wham! Exclamation <laughs> point, at number two. Michael also donate, donated all the royalties for Last Christmas to Ethiopia at the time. In 1986, George took part in Prince's Trust Charity Concert held at Wembley Arena, performing Every Time You Go Away alongside Paul Young. Sidebar, a Hollow Notes song for everyone. We've mentioned it before. Oh, yes. Yep. Hollow Notes wrote that song. In 1998, George participated in Nelson Mandela's 70th birthday tribute at Wembley Stadium in London together with many other singers, and he performed Sexual, he- sexual Healing. Uh, he was an LGBT rights campaigner and HIV AIDS charity fundraiser. The proceeds from the 1991 single Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me were divided among 10 different charities for children, AIDS, and education. He was also a patron of the Elton John's AIDS Foundation. In 2003, George Michael also joined other celebrities to support a campaign to help raise 20 million pounds for terminally ill children run by the Rainbow Trust Children's Charity, of which he was a patron. Um, he also volunteered at a homeless shelter and requested the workers to keep his involvement a secret. And now I'm dying and crying on the inside because of the homeless thing oh God, from the why? fucking last Christmas yeah. movie. Uh, God damn it. No. Following his death, many charities revealed that Michael had pr- yeah. privately been a supporter of them for many years. Dame Esther Ranson, the founder and president of Childline, said he, she, he had given them millions over the years and said that he had given the royalties from his 1996 number one single, Jesus to a Child, to the charity. He had supported the Terrence Higgins Trust for many years, as well as Macmillan Cancer Support, and he also donated to individuals, Robin. Yes, I... He reportedly... This is after he died. This is after he died. He reportedly called the production team of the quiz show Deal or No Deal after a contestant had revealed that she needed 15,000 pounds to fund an IVF treatment and anonymously, anonymously paid for her treatment personally. He once tipped a student nurse working as a barmaid 5,000 pounds because she was in debt. On January 3rd, 2017, another woman came forward and revealed that he had anonymously paid for his, her IVF treatment after seeing her talk about her problems conceiving on an episode of This Morning in 2010, and the, birth, the woman gave birth to her daughter in 2012. 
Um, and now strap in for the sadness. I said, in the early hours of Christmas 2016, George Michael died in bed at his home in Highgate, North London. He was 53. Due to the delay in determining the cause of his death, his funeral was delayed until March 29th, 2017. Shh, I can't. It's very sad. <laughs> <I> love it. <laughs> in a private ceremony, ceremony, he was buried at Highgate Cemetery near his mother's grave. That summer, an informal memorial garden was created outside his former home in Highgate. The site in a private square that Michael had owned is still tended by fans to this day. Sadness. He wanted to be buried next to his mom. <laughs> And I was so sad about I it. I know. <laughs> I was like, come on. But reading that fucking and doing charity work at the goddamn homeless shelter, I was like, oh no, that ties into the goddamn fucking yeah. movie. Emma, bugger off. <laughs> yeah. So. Jesus uh, Christ. George Michael. So why? that's a, the story of George Michael. It's so sad. He would have been 56 this year. No, like he de- so like, young. Come on. So, so young. My God. Ugh. It's terrible. Yeah, so it's yeah. should not have been a thing it that he died so thing. soon, but apparently it was. You know, there's a lot of speculation. Yeah, there was a lot of speculation that because he had pneumonia yes, back in like 2011, it that it could have been HIV related. And but nothing was ever released yeah. by that, and it, who knows yeah, it's what the story not, is. But uh, anyway, no matter what it was, it's, it's fucking too sad. soon. Like, and we lost a beautiful human being far too soon. So. That's George Michael. So, sad. so that makes up for doing Great Balls of Fire first. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Sorry to put that in with George Michael, but you know what? What do you do? We figured it was music and music, so it kind of went together, sort of. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we thought it was going to be like, oh, this is cool. It's I music. thought it was going to be super lighthearted and easy because <laughs> we loved music, that movie so much. But then it was. Uh, it, weird. it wasn't like it was that. Weird, so. <laughs> Anyway. Uh, we don't know what we're going to do next week because every time we say we're oh going to do something, God. we're like, oh, no. Uh, <laughs> just, we'll see what the universe wants us to do because obviously we'll the pick something. and The doesn't want us to do anything, so. No, we're not allowed to record this in one part anymore. It has to be in three <laughs> parts from now on. But, yeah. Uh, Thanks for listening to the letter G and yes. enjoying Great Balls of Fire. <laughs> Weird movie. So I much. still like it. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, <laughs> Sure. I don't it's fine. It's, it's fine. weird. I don't want to watch His it again. His life was weird. It doesn't. I just. Ma- they're just making it. Mo- they didn't make the movie to be weird. They no, made I know. Because it's like fucking but weird. I don't right? need to watch it. I'm good. No, it's still great. Um, uh, the music's wonderful. Please go and see last so Christmas. Good. Oh my god! Please, if you want your heart fucking broken and stepped on and yeah. like splattered all over hell, go see <laughs> fucking last Christmas. Yeah, do that. <sighs> uh, go listen to all George uh, Michael's music because it's perfect. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm always listening to George Michael music. Yeah, but, but you don't ever really think I'm not re- about it. I wasn't it. really listening to it, right? And yeah. then when I re-listened to Listen Without Prejudice the other day, I was like, fucking hell. Like, this yeah. is a profound album. Like, he's talk <laughs> the things he's, why the things he's talking about way back then are still fucking going on. The rich is, declare themselves poor. But most of us are not sure that we have too much. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's still, like, relevant to this day. It's still relevant. Like, Like, charity is a coat you wear twice a year. Like. And love out the uh, back door. God damn it. It's It's just like. It's hard to love. It's so so much much to hate. There's so much to hate. Yeah. Hanging on to hope. But it's so true, though. Like, it's not not true. It's hard to love. There's so much to hate. 
Is that yes. not like it's so true? It's so true. Like it's so sad. It was written in like 1990, like, and it still hell. rings true to, to today. That that is true. Thirty <laughs> fucking years later, like, this it is, is still the world. <laughs> like Jesus Christ, and unfortunately, and the wounded skies above. Yeah, he was telling us thirty years ago. Yeah, that's but Robin, global warming doesn't exist. Yeah, so it doesn't exist. <laughs> just just saying, it's fake yeah. news. Fake news. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, go listen to George Michael because listen, please, yeah, it's gonna fucking. Like, and actually, go because li- I never really listened to listen it before. That Symphonica album. live uh, album. I was starting to listen to it because I saw Tara it was listening to it. Goddamn! We cries. see each other stuff on our iTunes, so yes. I see what she's listening to. I'm like, I'm gonna <laughs> listen to this too. <laughs> it's goddamn cries. Like, well, just do anyway, it. Just do it. Uh, and get ready to listen to Last Christmas for a billion times over. Starting for us yep. on Saturday? next week, no, November fifteenth. When's the fifteenth? I, I gave Tara our time limit. I said November fifteenth is Monday. It's Friday. It's Friday. Okay, so when we go to a Harry Potter high tea, we can listen to Christmas music on the way down. Sounds yeah. perfect. I told Tara needed a limit, and that was. I <laughs> wanted to do it today because it's not my fault that Sirius XM yeah, already has Tara, their two was, fucking like, Christmas fifteenth. But two Christmas we've been dying to listen to this Nashville God, Christmas oh album. Oh my God, I'm so excited to listen <laughs> to it. But there's also a Leah Michelle Christmas album that I told you about in the pot, on the uh, on the oh, IG. On the, on the, oh yes, on the IG. that I haven't listened to yet. And Jonathan Groff is on one of the fucking songs. Oh no, Mindhunter. Derek Cruz <laughs> is also on one of the other songs. Tara, <gasps> we're gonna die. Ah, like I, I was oh like, I can't believe I haven't listened to this yet. Explosion. Oh my God. Both of my boyfriends. Holy shit. Well, my husband and my boyfriend. Because yes. Jonathan Groff is my your husband. husband. Yes. And Derek your is my gay boyfriend. boyfriend. Gay boyfriend. <laughs> I have a lot going on. You can do it. That's fine. <laughs> uh, and then Harry Styles for Gay Son is coming up. Album, <laughs> a song album I on December 13th. So. This is what my life is going to be. I can just be Eliza Minnelli <laughs> in right. my future. Gather them. Why not? Gather them. All good. Um, uh, yes. So we get to do that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. That in three parts. <laughs> Probably in three parts. <laughs> and then we'll see what happens for Letter H. Cool. So we already have our wine ready. Yeah, That's we exciting. have the wine. It's a very exciting wine, too. <gasps> yes, it is. Got our hands on a very exciting yes! wine. I can't oh wait. Oh, my God. It's going to be so exciting. All I know wow. is... Lay your hands on That's me. right. Okay. All right. So for now... Go check signing the, off. Check the IG. Check the IG. We do funny shit there Monday through Friday. Yes. And uh, I guess drink wine and uh, love music. music. Cool. Go listen to George Michael. Go listen to George Michael. Bye.